up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Silver and Abzi and Johnny for the Reg Isn't Here special edition of the podcast. Sorry about that. We I went live and did a full intro and then realized we technically weren't live at all. But we're oh, live actually now. actually live this time? We're fully Literally. live now. Yeah, we're okay. fully live. So thank you very much for showing up. I apologize for that little brief. It, you know what? I don't apologize. It's pretty much expected for this podcast. Something technically is going to go on. I need One, one of these days, I'm going to get a podcast, uh, a PC, where it's just for that, where it's not for like everything else. So I don't have to switch all this shit back and forth and back and forth. We yeah, no quick, today. It's quick beginning just... today. Um, This is so something else I'm looking at is like, you know, the beginning causes many more people to come to the podcast when you have a long beginning. But then once it's running, um, you get a huge drop off and then the algorithm thinks that people are leaving when they're not, they're leaving because they don't want to watch the music or they, they think it's something else and they don't stick around. You can't win. You can't win. That's basically what it is. You can't win. But you guys have won. You've won your Friday by showing up. I appreciate it. We've got actually news today. I didn't think we had news, but I started looking. There's actually some cool stuff. Callista Protocol. You, I, didn't, I didn't find much. Yeah, Callista Protocol it. talked about um, uh, up-close combat. Over one half of the game is going to be up-close combat. They talked about their design decisions, how they're going about that, so we'll discuss that. Halo is looking at adding true microtransactions to Halo Infinite. Um, we'll read a little bit about their discussion, discuss why exactly they're doing it that way, what their thought process is. I think, overall, it's a bad idea, but we'll sort of jump in there. We'll, we'll see if it's a bad idea or not. From Software has announced that they are pretty much at the end of the development for their other title, which is not, uh, you know, anything that we've really heard about from what I understand, but their other, other title is now um, coming up at the end. So it'll be interesting to see what that is. And we're going to talk about our ideas. We're going to talk about our hopes and dreams. What could possibly be detective seeds, $20 super chat. Just wanted to share some glitter covered cash. Say, have a great weekend. Thank you very much for showing up. Appreciate it. Um, then we have, uh, let's see, what else do I have here? From Software, again, Interaction. Oh, I put I put some other news. Uh, looks like Corey Balrog is hinting about um, God of War for sure coming. He had some little... Barlog. Barlog, bar, yeah, whatever. He had, he had a bunch of uh, little, like, tweets yeah. and stuff hinting that, you know, that game is coming for sure, which I think has been a question mark in everybody's mind. Like, are we for sure getting it? Are we not getting it? I've always thought that we weren't, and then I changed to we were, and now I think I changed back to we weren't for a short amount of time, and now I think we are. I'm, pretty, yeah, well, I'm getting God of War Ragnarok. It's very difficult. Yeah, it's, it, like they don't show it, but then he jokes around, and I think he's he's adult enough. I mean, he may joke, but I just don't think he's gonna do those kind of things or allow those kind of jokes to go out unless. You know. <laughs> I just hope they didn't rush it or something, you know. But obviously, it's not going to get as much traction or hype as the other one because it's not like the other one was something new. This is just like more of the same, but like better, probably, or something. Well, we don't know. Um, That's so. another thing, Abzi. We don't know, right? We haven't even seen. Uh, have we seen? Fo we did footage. see some yeah, footage, some I guess. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, true. I mean, there's some cool new moves and stuff, but like the the difference between God of War three and four is yeah, obviously, right, right. You know, when you ch yeah, when you change the entire way everything's going together. What's up, Palpy Shane PL Doom Reaper? Isindor? That's a, that almost looks like something from what, Lord of the Rings. Some Lord of the Rings. Bio, Bio Bo, little, little accent there. Doom Reaper, TB, Beast by Nature, Rue, Mr. Agent, VA, Poth is back. What's up, Poth? Bioba, Johnny's in here. Johnny's also in here. The inception of podcasts. Johnny's here while also in here. Cowboy, Rogerio, praise the sun. What's up, dude? 
Doom Knocker, Chess Playas, and we'll just call you Herb because that's a long name. All right. They, Let's they, go. Mm, they think Armored Core is the game. Actually, they hinted at that. Nah, Necro, Necro's brought that up a couple times, too. It could be. I mean, I'm going to be honest, man. Armored Core is so old. I don't even... It is. Like, mech game, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much... Yeah. That's my... That's my knowledge. Way different than their dark fantasy. Oh, yeah, so... that was way back. Yeah, that one is, yeah. like, hyper... Yeah, I want them to bring back Tenshu, to be honest. Well, I, th I guess we got Sekiro, so that would be redundant, but... Well, oh, uh, I, I mean, see what Sekiro, you're saying. I don't. <laughs> you don't what? See, see it with with Tenchu and Sekiro. I guess. Oh, I just like you know ninja walking on 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 oh, yeah. on, on rooftops. Low, well, low. Obviously, it's very different. Yeah. There's some overlap there, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm hopefully, I mean, especially with them, would they do a mech Dark Souls? That could be pretty cool. Like like the Surge, but... Like the but, Surge, but with, you know, mechs and guns. Like, I don't know. Would Armored Core then go completely away from the Dark Souls entire... Like, would that I mean, be weird past, to people who've been so accustomed to Dark Souls? Yeah, for the past, like, 10, 12 years, they've been just doing their Dark Souls from... Like, if you play a From game, it's like, okay, this is a From game. Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Sekiro, they all have, like, the similar thing to it. So if they do Armored Core and it's, like, a completely different fucking thing, it's going to be weird. Uh, it's gonna be, be more of a macross type thing yeah they maybe they just go completely balls and that's the game that like doesn't have any dark souls stuff you know maybe that's the game where it's just completely over the top anarchy and chaos and mechs and i'd be okay with that yeah. you know have one group that well, does I, I your love, thing and... i love when companies just do different things oh like, yeah for sure you know I'm i mean okay try, try out different shit yeah. yeah we don't need them to fit every i mean technically at that point you're getting the complaint about ubisoft where everything, even though Assassin's Creed and Far Cry aren't the same, it, it's the camera that feels different. And a lot of the other stuff feels the same. Like that kind of stuff would pop up. So yeah, let them do it. Let them jump out there. What's new with Callista Protocol? Uh, actually, a lot of stuff. We'll talk about it in a second. But let's first discuss how awesome it is for you guys to show up. If you get a chance next week, I believe it'll be Tuesday, probably 11 or 1030 I'll be um, streaming, Co-Carnage will be streaming the stream to his channel, and then later I'll upload it here. So if you guys aren't available to watch the stream, that's fine. But Co-Carnage and I are going to sit down for um, a discussion about life and the differences between Twitter and YouTube. But we'll also probably just go completely nuts, because neither one, it seems like, as much as I talk to him, um, neither one of us can keep on track for very long. Like, we, we start bouncing off on different topics and stuff like that. So it's it's more along the lines of just two people getting together and talking about games for the last couple of years. What he's done, what I've done. I didn't realize I've been here for like six or seven years. It feels like three. And he's yeah. been there for at that longer. longer. So we're just going to get together. So if you guys get a chance, check it out on his channel, streaming. Like I said, Tuesday, mm, I think 10, 30, 11 is what we figured out. And then uh, I'll do the VOD. Sub... Sublime 93 $10 super chat favorite gaming experience question mark could be the game itself or because of sentimental reasons people in the chat are free to answer that as well so what's a favorite gaming experience see here's the thing I don't want to do favorite because then we'll be like maybe this maybe that let's just do what's what's a favorite gaming experience that pops up in your head what's like one Elden of the Ring. best gaming experience Elden Ring I, I would say Elden Ring is probably my my favorite gaming experience up to date, yeah. Hmm. I mean, but what's the experience? 
You mean the entire uh, thing or what? Exploration or, or, you know, what I loved about Breath of the Wild, obviously Breath of the Wild had its shortcomings and stuff, but like the, the, you know, plopping you in a map or like Morrowind and then just being like, go figure out yourself. I like that type of shit. And Elden Ring did it on a large scale with very interesting things to, to find. The Mm -hmm. discovery to me is like the biggest dopamine where my game doesn't tell you where to go, but you discover stuff. Uh, So yeah, that's probably why. Somebody said the sovereign reveal in Mass Effect. I would say that that was oh, that's that was, a good one. The, the speech, yeah, that was yeah, dude, that was that was pretty sweet. Johnny, what about you? I always think back to uh, I was very young, like twelve, no, fourteen maybe, and I was playing with a friend, Dino Crisis. Mm-hmm. I was playing the game, and he was looking at like a, a guide, and we were kind of for some reason that was so cool to me. You know, he was kind of like co-piloting, right? He was right. Uh, it, you know, he was like guiding me and stuff like that. We were playing through that, like scared because it was one of our first games. Uh, and for some reason, that experience stuck with me and was one of the things that really got me into gaming. That together experience is awesome. What about you, Silver? Uh, maybe Silent Hunter 3. Um, mm, I remember yeah. like a particular patrol in that game. Like there were a lot of emergent narrative stories in that game, but like a particular patrol where I got... Um, a grid in the Atlantic Ocean that I had to patrol. And I went, I got there, it was fairly uneventful. Um, like the map in Silent Hunter 3 was massive. I think, I don't know that it was one-to-one scale, but if you sailed it in real time, it would take you actual days to like reach the Atlantic. You had to like speed it up. Um, and so I said, I just sailed in the, in that, in the grid for like a couple of days, didn't really get any contacts. And then all of a sudden, um, like my, um, my hydrophone operator calls out a contact that, and I go to the hot, the hydrophone. I listen for like five minutes or so, trying to find the sound. And then there's like distant sound of screws churning in the water, very, very, very distant, very, very far away. And so I cal- I sort of estimate a coast that they're sailing towards England. And I try and calculate like an intercept course using the navigational charts in the U-boat. And uh, and I eventually I reach it, and I manage to actually intercept the convoy and cut out, cut in front of it. And so I. I set an ambush. I sink like four or five ships, uh, after which I dive down and they carpet bomb the entire place with depth charges, the destroyers overhead as I try and, and get away. Really, really hectic, really, really intense, uh, really, really tense, um, especially as you're diving and the like just the, the sound in that game as the hull starts creaking and uh, and you feel the pressure of the depth as you as you delve deeper and deeper. And then going home. And thinking, oh, every, everything's hunky dory, everything's great. But I still have, I've I've used all my torpedoes, but I still have like ammunition for my deck gun. So if I like run into another merchant ship or something, maybe I can sink that with my deck gun. And so I I have keep an eye out for ships, and I see one in the distance, and we start approaching, and then all of a sudden there are like two flashes, and I I just uh, immediate my immediate reaction is oh shit. Then there's a splash of water because it's a shell. It's a uh, it's a destroyer coming actually coming at us. And then they score a direct hit on us and the start stop starts going down. And then we start have to having to pump out water and stuff. Um, and eventually we actually survive and manage to repair the boat and then limp back to harbor uh, in Germany, where there's like a marching band playing as we get into harbor, throwing roses into the water and stuff. That's one of the defining moments for me that probably stands out in my memory. Very cool. What about um, you, Kurt? R- Oh yeah! For, oh God, I forgot. Um, 
I do need to change my answer as well because these are very specific and I just gave you like my favorite game. Uh, yeah, right now I don't have one. What? Go ahead. What? What were your? What was yours, Abzi's? Abzi. Probably Fallout Three back in I was in like grade eight or nine at the time, and I was like just getting into like RPGs. And Fallout Three, when it presented me with the choice of like blowing up Megaton or not, mm, I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit! And like going up to the the hotel and seeing it all happen, I'm like, holy shit! I impacted the game world this much. It was crazy to me. And from that game, I got infatuated with like nuclear stuff and and fallouts and i wrote like a like an essay about um the fallout of hiroshima and nagasaki because of it i was infatuated with 50s music for like the remainder of my high school i was just like all into fallout man yeah that's cool when it makes like good effects outside i guess at the same time when we always say and i'm not i don't want to get in this argument but you know sometimes you hear people say that violent games don't make people violent it's like okay i get that but at the same time it did cause you to listen to 1950s music a bunch yeah. so there are mm-hmm. effects you know there's a resonance that can happen when you're into something and maybe somebody isn't mentally kind prepared of helped, for that, like but... educationally i looked into like actual you know uh real life events with nuclear bombs yeah right kind of right get you interested in like where their alternate story branches off that's that's definitely something i did with fallout 3 as well yeah, yeah i don't and have I think one it caused me to approach games and like life in general in a different way sorry yeah uh, continue no that's all right just, that's all right yeah. i'm just i've got a wicked migraine um wi- i i especially for me i don't really have one because um i do i am the host for almost everything we do game wise so at some point it's like thousands upon thousands get over the top of one another so there isn't really yeah there isn't really anything that i I, i'm i remember more like us talking after a game which i'm not saying that can't be your favorite part of a game but i'm just saying ours is a little different because i don't really have i mean i went to other people's places or i played a game on my own um but i mean uh, mass effect definitely resonates in weird ways with me though because i i certainly remember listening to the title for you know well over 30 minutes before starting the game because i like the title screen music so much because i had waited so long for that game that i didn't i'm not a don't start in fact i'm a leap in when i get it but for whatever reason i was like i just gotta just i just have to sit there and savor it yeah and then finally hit the button and have it be like and move me forward uh it was a great time we do want to skew a positive on this podcast as well one of the things that um like we talk about it all the time, but you know, there that we can do, I can do negative in the reviews. I can do negative in podcasts as well, but for the most part, um, we do want to steer positive on the podcast. So just be aware. We're not really talking about world events and stuff like that. People want to bring it yeah, up. We're, we're not like, yeah, I'd rather talk about games. Um, yeah. CJB $5 been playing final fantasy seven remake since the steam version came out and got to say modding in an FOV slider and ultra wide is such a difference. Very cool. I didn't even think of those mods, but obviously, well, and they probably had them for the Epic Store version as well. That's I hadn't even thought about that. Ultra wide mod I can get FOV slider. Um, Re, I'm just gonna call you Re. How does that handle? How does that handle the viewpoint though? Does it uh, does it put black bars somewhere, or does it do? Because it can't do a full. Re- I mean, maybe they do a full resolution scale on the mod. I don't know, but I'd like to know how that looks when you do blow it super wide how that actually ends up looking. Uh, I remember just sitting on the Deus Ex OG menu. Oh, yeah. Dude, the menu music for Deus Ex 1. Yeah. Sweet. God, you know, uh, there was a game. 
where the main menu, I wanted to tell you guys about this, the main menu. Oh, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided is the same way. I have it on my A-L-E-X-A. And when I say, like, play it, it almost always starts with the main theme. And I got to say, that's a fucking banging theme, man. Like, a main track is, like, harder than I expected. And then I went back and listened to Deus Ex Original. It's also harder. It's very, like... I don't know how to describe it. That's a it's, it's a, kind of it's it's a harder soundtrack. Industrial yeah, industrial of. would be the yeah yeah. It's which surprised me. I guess I in my brain originally when sometimes I think about it, I think more like a softer like a synth, but it's not. It's like it's banging. Um, the main menu main menu music for Human Revolution: Mankind Divided is amazing. Also, Fakundu says, I like Human Revolution's music a lot. That's one I can't remember. I'll have to throw it up there and listen to it. I can't remember. I don't remember either, sadly. Yeah. Human Revolution. Is anybody getting Final Fantasy VII Remake Steam version in here? Maybe on sale later down the road. Uh, yeah, probably. But, but on not, not any time soon, no. Yeah, I don't like the lack of options. It just has, like, low, mid, high, you know? It's really lacking in the options and it has stutter it doesn't even have like a v-sync setting the pc so version I, of final fantasy 7 pc version oh is it the and same as the epic version that they released yeah the it's the same oh mm -hmm. damn yeah. i thought yeah and they haven't fixed that you know in all this time so that's my issue oh uh, case b says the outer world does have very good music oh you're absolutely yes. right man like the outer world dude justin yeah, I just talked Justin. to him today, um, trying to get him back on the podcast. Uh, Justin is awesome. Hopefully, we can get him back on because he did Outer Worlds with Eliza Chuck, and uh, dude's awesome. ISO Motion Gaming five dollars super chat. ACG number one most trustworthy reviewer on YouTube. I appreciate being real and honest. Have a wonderful Friday, everyone. Thank you very much. Hopefully, you do as well. Um, I want to talk about Callista Protocol. So, if you guys saw the developer did um, one of the leads did a bunch of different. He did one interview, then that got cut up by everybody else, you know, for their own hits. So it was actually difficult to find out who it was. But I found out who yeah. did the original, which was Game Informer. I should have assumed that because Game Informer and IGN are both doing a lot of the we're first kind of stuff. And uh, so I found them. They did an interview. There was a bunch of talking about what was going on in Callista Protocol. And one of the first things that stuck out in my mind, because it reminds me of Condemned on the 360, is they oh said more God. than 50% of it is going to be melee combat. It's going to be up melee, depending on where you're oh, from. Whoa. Melee, melee yeah. uh, combat. And I got to say, that changed my entire opinion of what I was thinking that game would be, because right now I'm doing a, a, a video on recoil and good effects on guns where Callista Protocol directly has an example of very good recoil. Uh, uh, also, because that character isn't a Marine. He doesn't know how to hold a gun, so obviously Rico right. will be worse. But uh, $5 Super Chat real quick. Richard Doyle, the show has been a consistent highlight over the years, and it's hard not to imagine a better time for games right now. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you very much, Mr. Doyle. I don't want to call you Mr. Doyle if you don't like it, but I'm going to. Um, I don't know about you guys. What do you think about over one half being up close, hand-toe-hand? Hand? I mean, hand-toe-hand. It's a weird thing to throw out. It's like over half the game is going to be melee, but... From my understanding of it, which I hope is the case, is this is a survival horror shooter, whatever. Ammo is going to be scarce. You're going to want to rely on melee a lot because you don't want to spend a lot of ammo, only using right. ammo when necessary. And I like that. Other than that, it's like saying over 50%, it's like it makes you think, well, what if it's like, uh, you know, scripted segments where it's like, okay, you're not going to have a weapon for a long time or or something, which, mm. which I don't think it's the case. I, I don't I, think I it's think the case, but I get like, what you're saying. 
you know scarce ammo and stuff which which i i i do enjoy and and games like that yeah dodge system uh steve says real quick silver i just want to read this because yeah. it's data uh steve says the dodge system is attached to the left stick as well so there must be some kind of juke uh what were you going to say silver sorry just to, i think it makes sense for the setting as well it's it's a prison right uh From, yeah or a or colony or yeah it's one but it's not a military base we'll just say that right no, yeah 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 uh, i mean it looked like a like a prison to me and mm -hmm. like you were like an inmate or something yeah it's the, it's the main character so, so the idea so, of not having weapons makes sense yeah more. to me yeah. it does and, and having it more melee focused yeah johnny any thoughts on callisto protocol and going 50 percent? Yeah, my, my thoughts are that i think that being close up is a lot more intense oftentimes if you think about for example uh okay let's use dark souls as an example you can choose to play it melee where you're right up there against the bosses right and, and like the feeling of that is quite intense because you know it, it seems very high stakes you're right up there uh with the enemy versus if you're like shooting from a distance mm -hmm. so I, I always think that if you don't have a ranged weapon and you do have to get close it can be a bit more intense and they they have this horror thing they're doing so i think it it could work fine and you have like telekinetic powers or something right you have like oh yeah the melee looks good uh, uh, you have like powers as well right in the game didn't they show that whereas he was telekinetically moving objects That's or am funny. i thinking I don't of a completely that. different game i don't remember that I uh, sworn. but i was gonna bring up about this so people are talking about some of the stuff that they heard as well um so with callista callisto callista i'm gonna mispronounce that a lot just so everybody knows but with this game, it reminds me of Condemned. Condemned 1 wasn't... Condemned 1 and 2 were great games that I didn't like, but I knew that they were good. And I didn't like them probably because um, up-close combat has to be perfect for me to like it. I mean, perfect. Like, they also had, br it, br they had brilliant sound, those two games. It can't... Ah, oh, good. It can't be... Um, it, it, it really has to be perfect because I, either I get sick when they're doing it and they have too much camera angle or the FOV is wrong, or it doesn't feel like you hit Vermintide's one of the few games that I think most people agree has really good first person combat. And then of course, dark Messiah of might and magic. There's a couple others. Um, I'm excited for it. They also said that they spent hours like deciding how gory it was going to be. They want one of the most gory games possible, which I, I, I get that. I don't necessarily know why they were talking about this, but I do know Game Informer has the quick questions thing. And so maybe they were just like, here's what we're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't really need to know that ahead of time. In fact, I don't know if I want to know it because I think that it's there's a chance of some gamers who don't like, who might get squeamish not wanting to sit through it. Yeah. They'll be like, oh man, this might be. And instead it's like, I, it, I don't know if that much data is needed. We'll just have to see how the game comes out. I already saw enough in the trailer to know there's going to be some weird shit. Because they smashed the guy right up in the face. They had the big eyeball opening up. They had all these yeah, different things. I mean, and De I mean, Dead Space was pretty gory as well. I mean, Dead Space was pretty gory. Yeah, and Condemned was pretty... All the, the first-person games are pretty gory, I guess, like in and the, of themselves. The, the eye-gouging scene in, like, Dead Space 2. Yeah. Right? Poth says, I sound like I ate a lot of ice cream. I have no clue what that means, <laughs> but thank you very much. Flemmy, I assume. So thanks for pointing that out. Um, it, when you look at all these games, you look at Condemned... You look at even Thief had up close, but Thief, you get your ass kicked, right? Pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. Overall, I think that, yeah, it raises tension. What I don't want, guys, and what I didn't want, what this, wor what this worries me about is, man, I'm going to tell you right now, if it's a horror game and they fucking mix in inventory, I'm going to be really pissed. 
because I don't like inventory games. I don't like it. Like I don't find it fun at all. I fucking type. hate it. Just, I hate everything about having sure, I like to those in survival to bounce. I uh, yeah, I despise it. Like in fact, when it's there, I'm almost always like, it's not going to be as fun. I'm going to spend time because here's the thing: if they do it real, I would be okay. Front pocket, front pocket, back pocket, back pocket. Okay, I can deal with that. But when they pretend like your fucking pockets are a box of Jenga. And you're like Tetris and and you're moving a sniper rifle, which also takes the place of three bottles of pills. You're like, seriously, you're trying to be realistic, but you're making it even stupider. So as long as they handle that inventory in some way that's intelligent, I'll be fine. I just got really nervous when they were starting to talk about this because I'm like, man, I don't want to be opening my trench coat like alone in the dark four or whatever. We're like, hmm. Oh, my God. Alone in the dark. Remember that one? Where, yeah. dude, that game looked like it was going to be awesome, too. Alone in the Dark the prior half. to it coming out? Yeah, true. Like, the true. first half was good, but then they got lazy in the second half, and you had to find, like, eight snakes in a mall or something. I'm sure I'm sure everybody else likes inventory. I'm, I'm Like, when it comes to horror games, I do happen to be a little bit on the opposite side of everybody else. I don't get as scared. I don't like inventory, and I think those are two things people who like horror probably do. They probably do like inventory. That, and they probably... Was, I just want a more that, realistic inventory. I... I completely understand that. Sadly, I would expect it to be in line with the uh, yeah. Jenga. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> that, that, I mean, just that's been the standard. Yeah. That's been, well, it might just be like that's that was what Visceral did as well back yeah. then. So, yeah. What was Dead Space? You said something, Mabsy. What'd you say? Did I wait? Did Dead Space have inventory management or yes, was it just like you it have? Did. It did. Okay. okay oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just making I, sure I, I that there imagine was. imagine it would have like yeah. eight slots, squares, and yeah, yeah, I remember like having to like slot in uh, mid packs and stuff. By the way, I'm not talking about bullets. I have no issues right. with counting bullets. I'm talking about when you have like a fucking thing of pills. You've got yeah, a, yeah, you right. know, a crowbar. Yeah. You're just like okay, fucking seriously. in Resident <laughs> Evil One. You, you so key <laughs> items would sto- take a place in order to save the game. Those films would take a spot. Oh um, yeah, I remember to kill a zombie. You needed a gun, so that would take up the slot. And then you needed the, I think, uh, oil, which would take up a slot, and then something to light it with, which would take up a slot. So it's yeah. like in Resi 1, you're like always bouncing um, around. Sean M says, I certainly don't mind melee combat and horror games, but the claim that only half the game has ammo-based weapons has me a bit worried. No, 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 no. It's not what he says. That's not that's not what he says. See, this is the problem when somebody says something and it's slowly, it's like a game of telephone. Or like by the time we're done. Um I'm getting an error about encoding again, but uh, so they said that over 50% of like the combat is up close. I don't think they said anything about the starting of it having no gun. Abzi brought that up as a suggestion what this might be. So anybody listening, please don't, I just don't don't say we said that when people quantify things like that. Oh, 500 hours to beat the game. Oh, over yeah. 50% of this is going to be that. No, you're it right. It's a bad idea. Think, right? It makes you overthink yeah, it. it. Makes you yeah. overthink. I don't like it because I don't want to know. I don't like to know how many chapters there are in a game. I don't like to know how many episodes mm. there are in a season. How many? Yeah. I don't like being quantified where it's like, okay, I know I'm going into this and like 50%. Like I just, I, I just like to play things out naturally, you know? So I don't, man, a lot of, a lot of these, like even, you know, game informer does that a lot. Like when they were previewing Elden Ring and stuff and they quantify a lot of things where it's like, well, there's going to be 10 bosses here and you're going to load this and that. And it's like, nah, man, I just, I don't, I don't want to, I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I think people get into the, uh, they get into the desire to know. They want to know everything. And that's certainly like cool to want to know everything, but then they tell you too much. And suddenly you start to 
you start to put the game together in your own head instead mm-hmm. of like experiencing the game, which yeah. admittedly is sort of the same as spoilers. So that, you know, some people may not be bothered by that. Like I'm not bothered by spoilers, but I get, but if you told me every action that happened up until that spoiler, I might be bothered. <laughs> like I'm, there's <laughs> Maybe, that's, that's that watching point. the movie versus here's the end. Watch the movie and see where we go. Uh, admittedly, I know I'm rare in that case, but hoping, hoping Baldur's Gate three has some kind of ability to sort because divinity original sin was brutal. Oh, inventory management. And you're right, man. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. But after the update, they, they improved it a lot. Uh, just like hit a button and it's auto sorts. Divinity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like different I mean, auto sorts is like the sort. way to go, right? Auto sorts. Yeah. Just, just and sorting by what you want. You want I'm on top. You want shit on the bottom. Shit. Shit's always on the bottom. UL just is good, man. UX is important. Yeah. yeah, UX is hyper important, man. Yeah. Like what we, you and I were talking about, some, I can't remember what it was. We were talking about some game where the UX in a game was good. And it's just like mm-hmm. when you see a game where it's really nice and it it's, it's, it feels good, you know Clicks. where shit is. You're just like, oh, this is this is sweet. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite things. Like one of the things I judge a game by, like one of the main factors where it's like, does this feel good to to? Is that why all you guys like Dead Space because of its inventory on your Dead Space? I don't even didn't Dead remember. Space have an inventory on the yeah. Yeah, yeah on the, well, well, yeah, the UI it yeah, integrated yeah. its UI into, into, the into actual reality. Yeah, and yeah, Splinter yeah. Cell, uh, Silver Splinter Cell, even though it wasn't a bunch, but the little light on the back of yeah, the yeah, it did somewhat. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a and, Matrix. Uh, the only oh. the only good UI is a non-existent UI. <laughs> yeah, if they can figure out a way, and I think they will, especially with Ghost of Tsushima pushing forward, mini maps being moved off and being the wind or what have you. Yeah. You know, there's various yeah, ways you could. You I, I could would do love that. that. Yeah, so would I. I mean, at the very minimum, uh, an option for it. I, I like when games do that, man. Like, I don't like fuck, man. Red Dead do Red Dead when when that came out, and there was a mini map there, and you always just like it, your eyes gravitate towards it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah. It caused me. I actually deleted the mini map from the game, and and uh, in the PS4 version, they had the thing where. I had like this mini iPad thing from my mom and uh, and I put the map there and it caused me not to look at it as much. I'd only look at it if like I need it or something. So um, either that or the wind thing from Ghost of Tsushima, like those are, I, I just don't like mini maps anymore. I talked about this during the walking the walk for Mad Max where um, you can get map mess, but then if you, if, if there's a game where you can ignore the mini map or whatever, what you start to find out is that you're experiencing the game world via what you're seeing where in a game world with a busy HUD and a lot of um, alerts, which by the way, Hey, I'm not saying you shouldn't have them. I think Ubisoft does this best where you can turn some stuff on and off. I'm not a big fan of just if, if people been accustomed this for years, let them have it. I think that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. But you do experience the game differently when it, when a, when a map is telling you to walk up this hill, this sense of exploration is the next point, not the hill. And sometimes yeah. to me, I remember in Witcher 3, the hill, there was a particular hill even, I remember where, because I didn't have anything on and I was walking down it and I remember looking at the rocks and seeing rocks and um, if I yeah, turned I mean, on the mini map, I would have just been like, 
Yeah, that, that's the thing with games with me. Like Witcher 3, I can't tell you. If you ask me for directions, like if you ask me for directions in Elden Ring, I tell you exactly where to go to find something. Like right. I, I know it because because I learned it through through looking at the map and seeing where I'm going. Rather you just... you explored that location. I think that's the big yeah. difference is that I mean, it, you actually explored it. It's instead of just turning right, it becomes turn right by the statue or turn right by yes. the church or the bell yeah. tower or whatever it is. Like whatever I, geographical landmark is there that identify that you use as an identifiable marker. Yeah. Uh, I do want to point out that once again, none of us are saying, at least I'm not, that we should remove the option. No. Actually, I got into this argument re recently where we were talking about Fallout and people were celebrating that they had removed the voice from Fallout. And I was like, you're celebrating why don't we just have the option to turn it off? And they're like, I'm glad it's that option is removed. You will have to have no. And I was like, man, think, you are a jackass. Like you people are think you can jackass. only have one way or the other. People think it is, like, if true. you have a voice actor like fallout, then all of the choices are going to be bo like bogged down that you're going to have four ways to say no, but that's not actually the case. Right. But because of fallout four and what that did, they're, they're thinking, oh, now not having the option is going to be better for the game. Let right? me also tell you this. If you're the type of person who says that, then you're also the type of person that says, oh, so Bethesda can't improve. If you didn't like Fallout 4, what you're saying is nothing is better than any attempt at letting them improve it and keeping the option in. Because yeah. there is no, there is no, that is pretty much your only choices. So, uh, but anyway, regardless, I just want to make sure people knew we weren't, we weren't saying remove those kind of things. Um, it, if you can turn those off, uh, I think that's probably best. I think Ghost of Tsushima, I liked, but I can certainly say that at times I started to feel like the lack of stillness in that game did impact its drama a little bit. If I had walked into a place and it was still and the wind couldn't move, I probably would have been like, what the fuck is going on? Like it would have been almost a sense of dread if I wasn't able to impact it. And... I, I, I'm trying to think of like how they would handle that. What were we going to say, Silver? For me, selfishly, like the the main reason why I <laughs> I sometimes sort of gravitate towards wanting it to be sort of mandatory is that it would actually force game designers to to design with that in mind, because as it is, very frequently when you turn off the UI, it's very obvious that the game hasn't been designed yeah. around that. And so you 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 get various handicaps like not being able to to identify what you're picking up in terms of inventory stuff very often. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of there there's a lot of information that you don't get that you might need. Um, yeah, like picking up a quest, they don't tell you where to and go, is, right? And and that is yeah, and and that isn't then um, communicated cl clearly for that reason. Yeah, I think when you look at like especially especially what happens with games is they're all gamified to the point to where in Ghost of Tsushima, it's like, it is the wind and that's it. You're like, that's mm -hmm. the wind. Like, that's that's what'll happen. And instead of, some games do this, I think Zelda's probably going to be the option that most people would go with that might do this. But you once they give you your their main change to the UI, you don't get any other changes. And it would have been cool, for example, to have a musical-based tracking system for one quest, um, wind for the other, something else base? yeah like cool. i mean that's one thing that we get is a lot of developers are like hey we want to show you our wind-based compass and you're like now everything we know that that's the thing the wind-based compass there is there is awesome Dude. uses for it blah 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 but you get very that's it 
And instead of saying, oh, but we also have a music-based thing that pops up in this quest. And you're like, whoa, where the wind doesn't blow. What if a creature was able to come into your location and goes to Shishima and calm the winds? What if that was their ability? What if their ability was to be like, the yeah. winds can't blow. Now you're lost. What do you do? Well, That's guess what? Cool. Jin, whatever, already knows how to play. The fl so what if he has an ability that allows for him to play and the musical notes like Zelda. seek out like <laughs> there? That's why I brought it up. Um, mm. But instead, most developers get one thing. They're like, here's one thing, which goes back to the mm. Fallout thing where it's like people are just like, it, it absolutely can't work. And you're yeah. like, it, that's it, that not how so the real, excited, real world works. The music thing. Because imagine if you have a track that's playing, right? And if as you get like hotter or like closer to the to the place you gotta go, they add more layers. You yeah, know how exactly. they do this often where it's like the basic track and then they add more layers, right? Like, oh, the voice comes in or, you know, the, the bass comes in, the distortion, all this stuff. Uh, until then, it's like, oh, you're very close. And, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Asheron's Call did this. Um, number two, I believe. Everybody could have a musical instrument. And if you sat around a campfire, every person who sat down played their instrument, which added to the song which then, oh, I think it was one or two. I can't remember. But yeah, so the song would be playing. Somebody sit down. Their guitar now was added to it. Somebody sat down a flute. The flute is now added to it. Oh, and don't they do it in Sea of Thieves as well? When you play the instrument? Do they? Like yeah, well, yeah, they do merge together. That is true, they right? Yeah. Don't they, Silver? Yeah. They yeah. 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 So Fallout like 76. Yeah. It's right, and it gets especially fun if you're drunk. <laughs> Fallout 76. What? Fallout 76. Fallout 76 does that. Yeah, yeah. You can find like oh. a banjo, a random banjo and play it. And then someone else can play like a float next to it. And they, they converge and go on the same rhythm and make a melody. Nice. Wow. I've never. It's like one of the first things like coming out of the vault. Uh, there's that like you like learn you, or pick up. You go and explore. Yeah. Huh. All right. Um. But anyway, so this was all back. This is all starting with Callisto, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this all starting with Callisto? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so 50%, yeah, 50% more, uh, you know, or 50% or more up close. We just don't know what it means. Um, but from what we've seen, I think everybody, it looks good. It looks good. Yep. It looks, it looks like something that people will want to play. I'm trying not to get too hyped up on it though, because, um, you know, now there's this, plus there's the, we change the camera angles for the trailer. Plus there's this and that. And after a while I'm like, okay, what we are seeing I don't know if yeah. that's a representation of like, right. what we're even getting anymore. So now I'm. We've had many times the experience of going yeah. into a game thinking it's going to be something. I'm thinking about Anthem right now, where yeah. like you know, and then you go into it. Oh. Do you know one of the one of the worst is not games; it's uh, movie trailers, Johnny. A movie trailer oh, sometimes will forget that the cut it's been cut for the theatrical release, but they'll have the joke in the trailer or they'll have a moment in the trailer and you like that moment in the trailer. And this has happened to me many times where I'm like, man, this looks good. And you go in your, when you get done, you're like, that part didn't happen in the trailer at all. Or they cut they it so that a joke the... or that a joke between two characters is actually not, it's actually something completely different, but they cut it right. well in the, the trailer. Oh, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or then, then you have the inverse of it where they just give away everything in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> Um, yeah. Callisto Protocol looks awesome. Cool. I'm in day one purchase. Awesome. Dark Tide still looking good. Yes, it is. Oh, Man, hell yeah. yeah. Well, 50% of that is going to be melee. I tell you that. <laughs> More than 50. 
<laughs> I mean, well, maybe not. I don't know, man. Like that game seems to have a lot of guns in there too. There's a lot of guns in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Different classes, also, right? Also depends on your character. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, people in Vermintide had uh, both ranged and melee. Some were only mm -hmm. melee. You know, some were mostly ranged. Uh, I just in this one, obviously, it's guns, so it's yeah, gonna be way more pronounced, yeah. right? I won't say I, you know, blindly trust anybody, but I mean, for the most part. As long as they did go nuts, we yeah. we already know that they can handle up close yeah. combat really well. So it's like I'm I'm actually really looking forward to seeing because one of the I think unsung parts of of Vermin side because we've talked a lot about the melee combat, but is actually the banter, yeah, like the character, like especially um, the, that drunk that, that that audio aspect, the banter between the different characters, so the yeah. banter between like Carillion and um and the dwarf, I forget his and name. The dwarf. Yeah, um, and uh, and the the Empire guy as well, um, and Saltspire. Like, what was his name? Kraus or Kraut or uh, um, Car Carl? Was it? What was the the guy from the Emperor? No, it was, was it? It Carl? wasn't Carl. It wasn't. It okay. Was, um, yeah, I don't. I it don't wasn't. Remember. Okay, I keep thinking There's it was. There's a level uh, part of a DLC in Vermintide Two where. You, uh, you and the gang have to go and you start getting drunk and then shit breaks loose and the, the rats start coming and uh, and you have to keep drinking because you don't want to get hung over and you have to fight while drunk and the banter there is fucking hilarious. Kruber. Um, Thank you, Mr. Agent. Kruber. Yeah. I was close. I was close. Carl. Hey. Carl. Kruber. I got, I got the, I got the k sound. Uh, Anthem needed a bigger, this is from uh, Dono Chad. Anthem needed a bigger map, a bigger arena more verticality to take advantage of in his flight mechanics and never got that, which frankly hobbled it horribly. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a good, I mean, the thing is, is there were parts of Anthem that were fun as hell. Yeah. Second to second, there was some awesome combat in Anthem. Second to second, it felt really good. Uh, but those seconds were at the most, you know, 60 maybe. And then after a while, you're just like, it's got too many, it's got just too many things going on. So, but Hey, live and learn, man. Uh, per, but yeah, that, per, that voice aspect just added a lot to to Vermintide because like, like when you're playing like a dwarf with a like a battle axe and you're like la the dwarf is laughing as you're just hacking bits and pieces off Ratman like that that adds a lot to the experience. Yeah. Um, per, Prod Butterfly says, Carrick, I would say I liked your talk about uh Starfield's procedural gen. That video calmed my nerves. Yeah, no problem. You shouldn't have any nerves about a goddamn video game though, bro. Uh, any thoughts on the new Plague Tale gameplay trailer? Did you guys see the new trailer for yeah, Plague yeah, Tale? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, what'd you think? So I think it looks good. It doesn't look like they're doing anything different with the gameplay. Right. Uh, but that's not a negative because it mm -hmm. was a good game. But I was hoping that uh, it would evolve a bit in a different direction. And what it seems like, the main addition that I saw was the x-ray vision i don't know if you guys watched it but basically your your bro your little bro has this like rat sense right mm -hmm. he, he can like fucking smell people or something because he's connected to the rats mm -hmm. and you see people through walls personally i'm not a fan of the x-ray vision stuff in games Damn. um so i don't love the addition of that and it seems you have to rely on that pretty heavily to traverse the areas Gotcha. Well, you do so get a crossbow this time, thing. right? Yeah. Like Sorry? instead of a rock sling, you do get a crossbow you can shoot people with. Yeah, yeah. You got a few more. Uh, yeah, you had a crossbow. At least like 
one or two more things that were new as well. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look into the deep dive because I was like, well, it's Plague Tale, right? I know what I'm, I, I know yeah. that I like the first one and, you know, I didn't think they were gonna, they were gonna change it too much, you know? I mean, yeah, I'll play it and whatever it is, it is. Uh, the idea of adding, um, I mean, that, you, like, that's the thing is they added stuff and Johnny's like, I don't know if I need that stuff, but at the same time, you could tell he was saying it would be cool also if they had changed some stuff. It's like you can't win. Yeah. You're a dev, I just right? Just didn't like the addition. Yeah. It's like that you didn't like the and and <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying I actually would be on your side as well, in the same way. But that's how that's the life of a yeah. dev, right? Where sure, you're like yeah. people yeah. are like, yeah. I want yeah. new stuff. You can't win. You're okay. Yeah. Here's new stuff, and they're like, I don't like your new stuff. I want other new stuff, and you're like, Well, dude, if I had ESP and y'all agreed, it'd be a little easier. Um, dude, here's the thing. I don't care what people say, man. For the most part, when I go to a sequel for a movie, I am not the kind of person that wants it to shake up the world. I'm just not. I never have yeah. been. I never have been. If, if you build on what you had and you ref you refresh my love for characters or the location of the world or whatever, uh, I don't need it. In fact, if you try to inspire revolution in your story, a lot of times I'm like, this is, it, it may not even be why I liked it in, in the first place. So... Yeah. As long as they don't do too much. I don't know about the idea of switching out a crossbow because the idea of having that that um was you could pick up rocks anywhere even though you couldn't, but it like the idea in your brain you could pick up rocks anywhere for your sling. The idea of having a crossbow is a little too pointed. Uh, not to it's not a pun. I mean it's just a little too dangerous. To have. Right. Now you've got a crossbow, so now it's not the rats. You can't knock somebody upside the head with a rock. Now you can shoot them in the eyeball with a crossbow. So now you're a sniper who controls rats the and power shit starts changing change a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 The, I don't know anything about this x-ray. Um, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I'm not a fan of adding, you know, like nom vision is what we called it in, uh, in, yeah, uh, in what uh, was, mafia three. Uh, mafia three. Yeah. Where it's like, he <laughs> yeah. came back from nom and they were like, yeah, you can see cause of <laughs> nom. And you're just like, Jesus, we're getting there now. Like that's what you seeing, need to describe. Seeing through walls. Um, kind of diminishes my my enjoyment of the threat games. level right yeah, yeah I, I like yeah. to rely on sound more and and just like my vision even marking enemies and stuff i stopped you know interacting with that as much because uh, it's just m much more fun kind of just relying on your senses you know feels a little weird when you mark an enemy in a game and they walk off and you still see the triangle and you're like, like, like 20 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's like something weird about it. I, I do like games where maybe there's no triangle, but like the heat map shows where they are. And then maybe it fades yeah, after a bit like of time in, but... in the world or, or like yeah. using a drone to spot enemies and be like, okay, so I see enemies here. Like, let's say it's co-op and it's like, I'm looking at the enemies. I'm going to relay to you the information, you know, stuff like that. That makes sense in the game. Right. I, I always enjoy Name band again, $50 super chat. Happy Friday, fellas. Hit that like button. I'm hitting it on my own channel. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, there was nom vision. There's been, you know, drone vision. There's been magic user vision, x-ray vision, predator vision. All these games do it. And yeah, it's, it does change. Uh, it doesn't mean it's bad, it, but it does change the power dynamic when you have the ability to see around corners. And I still believe to this day, I'll hear somebody bitching about AI and I'll be like, do you really know what they're trying to do with the AI? Because if you can see around corners, at some point you have to be like, how's the AI going to fight you? 
Like, what are you going to allow the AI to do? Somebody be like, well, they have unlimited bullets. It's like, yeah, but you can see around corners, dude. Like yeah. at, at some point there has to be, yeah. what are we going to do? And, and then the developer has to go and be like, we're going to change this. We're going to change this. That's why I was so happy when uh, Matt B uh, Broom, he came on a couple times. Uh, he didn't end up making the game, but their idea was a way to, to stop any, uh, like cheating by looking around, even though it was a third person game, he had skills that you had to buy to upgrade to allow you to look around, yeah. around corners. And if you didn't, there were, there were fancy mechanics. I like that. For that. Even scum addressed that, even though it's third person. Yes. Yeah, scum did address taking it. Taking cover. You don't see people behind the wall. You have to um, actually look. Yeah, and that's that's the way it should be. Blazed Wick, five dollars super chat. What do you guys think about Wolf Among Us Two? Cool. I haven't seen it. Very excited. I haven't played yeah. any Telltale games, so dude, I'm I'm excited for, for it. I think love like, that stuff, that's I mean. the best one, I think. Wolf Among Us, the first one. That's yeah. like, that's me. the one on like fairy tales, right? Like there's like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And all that shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have yeah, you showed I, any Wolf Among Us Two yet? Dude, I'm pretty sure the only thing I saw from Wolf Among Us 2 was the original, like, didn't they show Barnaby? Barnaby is that his name? Barnaby? Barnaby? Oh. Uh, I, I thought that's, I yeah, thought they I think... showed him and that was it. I could be wrong, but I, I mean, it's been ages, too. Bad Wolf, I think they do. Yeah, I think they call him like Barnaby or something. Yeah, yeah it's been ages, man. Mm. I think for sure when it comes to, when it when it comes to Telltale games, I'm just a little bit not easier on them. I'm, I guess, I just enjoy them more than other people. Uh, it's, yeah. it seems like I, I a lot of people be, aren't like, fans. In the mood, you know, when I played Detroit Become Human, finished it from beginning to end, I was in the mood for that type of thing, um, you know. Uh, so I, 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 maybe next time I'm in the mood to just sit back and play something like that, I will try Wolf Among Us. But I have to be like in the mood for that, like something without like much gameplay, right? Well, did you do Batman? I didn't do any Telltale game other than like Detroit Become Human and like Heavy Rain back in the day. But which weren't Telltale. You mean even that type of game? You didn't even, even do that it. type of game. So I you haven't done dawn. it. Okay, but you haven't done a Telltale game. I haven't. I've done like the first season of a Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, like a long time ago when it came out. Yeah. Did you guys play all the Walking Dead games? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so did I. Oh, what about you, Silver? I I didn't play, I think, I don't think I played three, but I definitely didn't play four, like season three and four. Michonne's was bad, man. Um, That's I the one I didn't play. I stopped yeah. right before that one. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of Tales from the Borderlands either. I didn't play that either, but that, that was largely because I'm Wait, not a fan yeah. of Michonne, the character. In the oh, comics. gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what were you saying, Johnny? you didn't like Tales? Because I thought it was pretty good. What, of the Borderlands? It no, it, yeah. it just... Probably because, you know, it's just probably one of those things where you expect, you know, like you want to be shooting or whatever. I get really tired of one character can see a, a person, but the other can't. I don't know why. I hate it in shows. I hate it in movies. I hate the conceit of like, here's a ghost. The dynamic. Dude, yeah. any TV show where they're like, here's a ghost, blah, blah, blah. I'm almost always like, I'm frustrated. Or there's two conceits I don't like in TV shows. That and the other one is where there's a secret that you could easily tell somebody but you decide not to and it ruins everybody's fucking entire season where they'd be like, yeah. the one thing I love you and I'll save you. But the one thing you can't do is tell the other person, the one thing that would fix everything. And you're like, come on every time. It, it's so lazy as, and yeah, yeah. It's just something that I wasn't a fan of. 
Uh, what's up, Wandering Dutch? New member. Thank you very much. If you guys get a chance, check out Wandering Dutch's podcast as well. I was just talking to him this morning. Um, do. What's up, man? Anything else to add to, to this before we move well, on? I have a quick question oh, for ahead. you guys that follows up on what you were saying, character, that... Uh, did I call you character? You called me character, which I like. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm a-okay with character. that. Nah, I'm uh, good. Yeah. So, because um, you were saying you don't really want sequels to be, like, completely subversive. of. The, I don't need them to be. You don't need them. Yeah. But what happens when they are... So, let's think, for example, like, Assassin's Creed, right? When they switched in Origins, they did a... a just a harsh change from the mm -hmm. classic gameplay to like this completely new thing. Were you bothered by that? No, but I also don't. How do you view that? I don't believe it. it's nearly the change that people blew it up to be. You're still, it's still an Assassin's Creed game. It feels weird. There's still less assassinations, but the, and the movement's different, but there's something about it. That's still the DNA of Assassin's Creed. So I wasn't like, Oh my God, the entire world's changed. Everything's I different. See what I was you like, mean. Mm, not as much I, as I people were. And I just played syndicate after I played origins. And I was like, nah, they're not as different as people. I mean, they're, they are different. It's just not the gulf that people were like, but I don't, I wasn't really talking about that. Just so you know, I was talking more along the lines about story and characters like matrix did that Th matrix that had sense. you believe in the yeah. matrix. The first one, right. Had you believe in this awesome thing, but at the same time, they showed you the, yeah. the back end and then two and three, they neuter the fantasy. They're like, we want to yeah. make it so bad that no matter what you choose, it's bad. And you're like, I didn't necessarily need that. Those are it bad. It would be like I've... if you if you do a an epic fantasy novel, but instead of like sticking to the tropes, you try to be super subversive. Like yeah. halfway in, you change completely into a romance or something. Or the good guy's then the bad sudden, guy. You're yeah, just like, all of a oh, sudden okay, you lose all the people that were in it for the epic fantasy, yeah. and the people that would have liked the romance didn't get to that part because they hated the epic fantasy shit. And so the thing is, is like, I'm also okay if it does change. I just don't need it, is what I'm saying. I, I, what were you saying? Yeah, like, I, I'm, man, people complain about, like, the Yakuza thing as well. People complain about, like, Assassin's Creed stuff. And I'm like, dude, whatever a company wants to do or devs, whatever they have a vision for it, fuck it, go for it if you want to Oh, innovate, Yakuza, sorry, it took me a second. You mean, you mean uh, how they like a dragon turn going turn-based, right? yeah. And I'm right. like, fuck it, dude, try new things. Yeah. Do knock yourself out, do whatever you want. And the thing with Assassin's Creed, which was fucking weird was for a long time people were like okay you gotta change your form okay it's the same thing over and over okay what the and then when they did do something kind of different everyone complained so you're never gonna please everyone and to me it's just like fuck it if it's a good game it's a good game if you want to innovate you want to change everything fuck it do it i don't need it obviously like Carrick said but if you want to you know knock yourself out you have a vision you want to innovate fuck it who am i to say like, i felt that no. way with dragon I gave Dragon a chance. I, I love the idea, and I played turn-based, and I realized while I was playing it, not prior, but mm -hmm. while I was playing it, I was like, I fully enjoy Yakuza better. Like, real-time combat. Yeah, and yeah. I, I didn't even hate Dragon because of it. I was like, I get it. This is what they... And then Judgment, unfortunately, I thought was going to be the sequel. It, it was, and that's another thing. If it had been terrible, yeah. I might have thought something different. It wasn't It it wasn't the, the tightest. It was just goofy and felt... It felt like what I was hoping Shenmue would feel like when I was a kid and I first heard about Shenmue on the Saturn. And <laughs> okay. then I played Shenmue and I'm like, this is the worst controlling game that's <laughs> ever been made. Shenmue was fucking horrible, man. Like, it, it, control-wise in battles. And I mm -hmm. think uh, 
think Yakuza was fun, man. You grab somebody and you throw them by the balls into a light pole and you're like, and the turn-based part. how they improved it. Didn't work for me. Yeah. Like running up walls and doing all that stuff. What do you think about all this, Silver? I think branding comes with a certain set of expectations. So if you if you're gonna brand your game a Tomb Raider game, right? Right. There, there's gonna be a set range of expectations associated with that. Like if you may suddenly make your character like an an overweight sixty year old guy, <laughs> that that's that's not really what sort of has defined Tomb Raider yeah. up until up until that point, right? <laughs> No, and but so now that's... I want this game. <laughs> yes, yeah. whatever. But yeah. go ahead, continue. And I mean, similarly, I mean, Assassin's Creed, the game, the the first Assassin's Creed game to me that didn't feel like Assassin's Creed was Black Flag, because to uh, me, yeah, what had always defined Assassin's Creed was really sort of the historical tourism. It was going into these ancient or like not ancient but like medieval european cities like uh or or middle eastern cities like Accra, like jerusalem like um firenze uh, venezia and and so on right and see and seeing like a representation of what they may have looked like during like the italian renaissance and stuff like that and that tourism aspect was enormously compelling to me and that was what an, an enormous part of what drew me to to assassin's creed and uh, Black Flag, and and to an extent, Assassin's Creed Three, with with which was more sort of dependent on the wilderness, sort of did away with some of that tourism mm-hmm. aspect in favor of more like action, moment to moment gameplay. Uh, no, I actually and, agree and that, with that. I that, felt the same that, way. That to me sort of more broke with that Assassin's Creed feeling for me, um, where even even though Origins sort of did a, changed a lot of systems it retained that core sense of historical tourism with like ancient Egypt and going yeah. into ancient tombs and seeing like uh, um, Alexandria, like a representation of ancient Alexandria that was really compelling to explore and see uh, from a historical standpoint. Yeah, it, it's weird because um, I definitely felt the same way about Black Flag where I was like, this is just, it It was it wasn't bad. I mean, it was this, like this, this could just be like a, a, it could be any game. It, it could be an have... evolution of Sid Meier's Pirates rather yeah. than. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good, rather by the way, for a lot great. of people. And I enjoyed it. I just didn't love it. But I do feel that that change was more noticeable. Three started it, though. Yeah, that is true. I actually liked three at the starting. So when you're was it Kenway at the starting? And you're hey, from, a, hey, on the hey, boat, Kenway, yeah. yeah. And um, you're what you know, like you're trying to figure out the little mystery on the boat. I actually enjoyed that mini part way more than when you got to the open world. I got to the open world and I was like, mm, "This is not." There's something about it that felt it. I don't know. It just it hey, didn't work for me. You could run and up trees this time. So. You could run up trees. Yeah, you could run up trees. But regardless, the cool thing about Assassin's Creed, and I, I'll state to the end, is that there's maybe only one or two games that aren't incredible and for the most part it's technical issues there might be one or two that people you know that like didn't hit or resonate but for the most part even liberation uh which i did the hd version after after they did the port it's it's a long-running series of pretty good games like it's pretty ridiculous when you look at assassin's creed you're like yeah well it's like far cry maybe somebody doesn't remember three or four as much as they remember two or even five or maybe six gotta hand it to those guys they like a lot of people like them and they're not yeah. bad games i've played bad games before i've played bad games 
Those bad. are bad. They're just. Um, uh, I feel like they're lacking substance. At least the, the the new ones. You know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it. I I sometimes think that they aren't, and that we just need to find our substance somewhere else. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like, it's I don't know if that's thing, true or not. I'm just yeah. talking out loud, yeah. thinking maybe that's where we are. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because Valhalla, something happened with Valhalla. And I will, I'm going to probably do a walk in the walk because I love Vikings. I'm really into it. I've done a bunch of study for this because I was expecting Valhalla to be better. Something was empty in Valhalla. And I, you know, but it's got amazing characters and the voice actor, Canute, Canute, he's so good in Last Kingdom. That's, I mean, he's awesome. Like everything about that should have been the best game. The, yeah. Hassan had a really, or was it his name Hassan? I think. I think the thing with me though for Valhalla was the 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 just the the the, the issue with Valhalla for me. I I liked a lot of it. The issue with me was every single time you wanted to, there was like a treasure or something you wanted to find. It was either behind mm. a barred door, a locked. It was door. gamified. The repeat. It was on very repeat. gamified. And I was like, fuck! Yeah. I don't want to find a key again. I don't want to like oh, go to a dude. window and like. And it was always in a the, secret spot under a hay bale or whatever, and you were like. Oh my god! How does anybody yeah, get just, into this fucking place? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you? God damn! I hated that. Oh, I, I, it's I, making I, me oh sick my to my god. stomach because I actually remember one time where I got a little sick because I was so in a panic to try to find a way in. Yeah. And yeah. The, and then your guy would be in there because sometimes your your NPC would be in there going, "Hey, I found the treasure," and you're like, "Where? How the fuck did you get there?" Could you come yeah. back to yeah, me yeah. and lead me and there? I, I thought to myself, okay, what if I ignore all this? But it's like, okay, then I'm not very gonna get a gear. Yeah, because all of them That's are a good in point. Stored in there. Like, I, I, yeah, I hadn't. I mean, dude, that made me sick to my stomach. I, I remember yeah, that was an annoying aspect of it. Yeah, I remember that repetitive, that moment of going like, Fuck, he's inside yeah. the center log cabin or whatever. And you're like, oh no, I gotta get yeah. into one more chest, and but every I mean, place has got it. They did have good ideas with like encounters. They did. They, they seemed like the the, the, the rhyming, of, the, uh, the 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 battle rapping. I was like, there's I'm all for this because that's right from history. Like, yeah, that, and and there's like random like quests that don't have quest markers where you have to figure out things like um yes like helping. They continued the and, murder kind of stuff that we saw yeah. all the way back from Syndicate, and I think even prior to that we had uh, yeah Unity started that. Syndicate was part of Unity, wasn't it? And they, they, they remind no, Syndicate me, was after no, Unity. Unity was part. It reminded me of Yakuza sub stories a lot, like those little mm. encounters with with random people. Yeah. Yeah. And and For, and developing relationships with people in your camp, upgrading your camp, and how it changes the. All that was good. Your your second your pawn. We'll call him a pawn, but you make basically a pawn in Assassin's Creed instead of Dragon's Dogma. And yeah. your what are they? Your sergeant, your man or woman uh, at y- arms? Young speaking. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. awesome. That was awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, it's just and the I dice game. I loved the dice game. Dice that was game a fun was ass game. All that mini game. Yes, that game you know, was fun. I think also like when we look at this and you look at other games that are coming up, I'm gonna be really interested to see if God of War. We can jump to God of War because like, well, we are. This is how it started was God of War. But to circle all this back to God of War, actually. I saw somebody yesterday mention in the Discord that they had become a little lost in God of War uh, with the way the world worked. And a lot of, especially, I think, the place with the bridge where you do the gears um, right. on the bridge and it moves. And I agree. I actually, I I wonder how they're going to handle that in the new one, if it's just going to be a complete add-on and you're going to be doing all the same stuff. Or if, 
how they're going to go about that because I actually didn't find the the world of God of War interesting as as much as I think they thought it was. If that makes sense. I thought the characters were interesting, the bad guys were interesting, and the story was interesting. But I didn't feel a sense of grandeur like I thought I was going to, especially like when I went to the elf, you know, they're flying around. I thought they were cool, but the spot was just sort of like, oh, well, okay. maybe when we see Asgard, right? Right. No, I mean, is it? Wait, it's called Ragnarok. Where are they going in this one? Is it Asgard? Ragnarok is like the end of the world. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, where are they going Ragnarok in this one? Like I don't I mean, know, why, but, but we might go to Asgard. Asgard. Okay. Okay. Go and kill all the, Sorry, you just said something made me think that I had missed a trailer. So no 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 yeah so yeah what yeah what will we see it'll be interesting mm -hmm. because but I don't I, I was a huge fan were you like I love hub world probably Vanaheim as well so do I but that was the complaint that they felt that the hub world was too there were too many paths it didn't choose open world it didn't choose hub world it chose what did he say it it's in the Discord he, like hubby path it was like well I sounds dirty like but. I love the sense of exploration because. So I like, well, for example, let, let's take Doom. Doom is a linear game, but with some secrets and paths, yeah. right, that yeah. you can take. So what God of War did was that there's this hub world, but once you go into, like, let's say an island or a place, it's mostly linear, but there's paths that branch out and there are secrets there. And I really enjoyed that sense of exploration because it's very palatable. It's not too mm -hmm. much. It was very Metroid-like. Yeah. Yes, very Metroidvania-like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely didn't get that feeling i liked it a lot i saw somebody in here immediately thought because i had an issue with the way the world was that i hated god of war well, <laughs> not what it. i said i loved you it loved it your only yeah. issues was FOB people need to right people now. need to step off with the instant shit it's yeah. like no man it's just that that part of it didn't gather me as i watch, thought watch everything two was <laughs> watch, two yeah. watch two Where reviews and it. i think a walk Twice. in the walk um and yeah, i think it's, it's a fair criticism because yeah i mean that that central lake Hub area. Yeah, the central. I think that's pretty much that silver. What I'm talking about. Like I just yeah. remember oh, the gear, true. the central lake, and being like, "Oh my fucking god!" Well, well, just what it, like, it yeah. made it more tolerable for me because of the conversation between the characters, where they give you some Norse lore and stuff. Oh, they were definitely. That that's what they used it for. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah. I loved getting. I do believe that it could possibly be that you took a while to get the dude, the headless guy, the the. Uh, yeah, it took a while, and maybe. If you had him right away. I, I, also, I know that everybody loved boy, but I gotta say, boy. at some point, I get very annoyed with people who are who are blatantly annoying in a game. I don't know any other way to describe that. So at some point, right. if Kratos is there, boy, boy, you punch Kratos. You're just like, okay, fuck off. I'm drowning you. Like I'm done with you. At and it, it became a one note thing after a while. That also could be because I'm reviewing it and I'm paying more attention. Where some people are just like. Maybe Dude, imagine traipsing if, through and not and not picking up on that. I I could be wrong, but what were you saying, Johnny? Oh, I'm imagining a trios now. You know when he goes to revive you, instead of reviving, he goes like, "Who's the boy now, bitch?" And then <laughs> him, you know? that'd be cool for a what's a term like a director's cut, like a joke. You know a the fake. Yeah, yeah that oh, would dude, be awesome. But I, I love Christopher awesome. Judge, dude. I, I bet you anything. Oh yeah, who doesn't? Were, He's good. Remember when they were going up a mountain? And Atreus goes like, oh, so that's the mountain we have to climb. And he goes like, indeed. And I 100% think that all the fucking Corey and all of them over there, after he said that, they all giggled. And were like, oh, my God, he said the word. And so yeah. I think yeah. that was like on purpose. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they sort of learn from their mistakes. One of the things you'll never hear me say is any game's perfect. Um, other people can believe that. But like, I definitely had issues with 
God of War. I just think that uh, the one big thing I would also like fixed is their uh, throwing axe combat, which oh it works. I hated that shit. But it's pretty fucking it's shit. So like, no, uh, it is not. I'll, go back now and play it. it. Well, that's because it's the first time like we see Kratos do it. It is not. It is insanely it so gamified and connected to that controller that when you start to like, especially when you play it on the PC, you're like, oh, I get how it could have been. And th there mean? is a huge step up. Control, speed of movement, the ability, when they say the ability to control it, the ability to aim, it all feels directly tied into almost like a, almost like you're playing a digital one zero controller versus an analog controller. And it's weird because when we were reviewing it, people were mentioning that in the review uh, thread. People were like, wow, I, this does feel weird. Like you don't think about it until you sort of get the other way to control a game. And you're like, oh man, oh. I thought I thought the combat in the game was pristine, man. I didn't say the like, combat wasn't like pristine. Well, no, I mean like the throwing the axe and bring it back and throwing it and using your fist and then yeah, and bring yeah. It back. I I do not. I mean, I think it oh, feels gamified, but it's not like terrible. But there's okay. huge bonuses I think that they could do to it and make it more flexible. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that might also be tied to the FOV, which is shit. Like yeah, the honest truth is the FOV is probably 80% of my issues are probably vagina cam. And if that went away, I probably wouldn't have any issues with any of this because you could see the sense of presence in that game is pretty fucking horrible. And you don't really mm -hmm. pick up on it because that you don't ever see a larger sense of presence. But then once you start looking at your, like when you look at your screen and then you start to see, and you're like, holy shit, this is the tightest FOV I've, I've seen in years yeah that would be a huge bonus maybe add 10 percent. maybe add 20 percent. i would i would kill if they said 20 percent bigger fov yeah what would that be to do for a character to take up half the screen like batman did it yeah or have to hit a button to spin that's when you know there's a problem when the developer's <laughs> like we need a quick turnaround button by the way code veronica had that that's how bad like control was in resident evils what was the fov I think they said it was about 55 to 65 in God of War. So <laughs> it might even be tighter than that. So let's say you add 20. Let's say you get 80 FOV, depending on your vertical, all that stuff. I think I'd be really happy with that. I think, I think a lot of that stuff would go away. Games. Yeah, yeah. I think that would it probably does, improve it. You, you do raise an interesting question in how they're going to uh, handle realm travel in, in Ragnarok. Um, because I mean, presumably you would have to return to that lake location to in order That's to like go to Vanheim, yeah, and escort and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they do it. Christopher, five dollars super chat. I think the tree and boat sections were a way to hide loading screens. Is that true? Everything's lo There's hiding loading screens in that. Yeah. yeah, they have a flash out. They're they always try to say they have no loading screens. They for sure have loading screens. I'm not 100% sure why, but anyway. Even walking between two tight walls, yeah, you yeah. know. And that's cool. That's Yeah. That's that's, that's awesome. a good way it was, to do it. It was it, mean, yeah, it was a great game anyway. It was like that's the way that's the way you should hide loading screens. I also hope people don't cut cutscenes out of games because they think people will think that's a loading screen. I actually like the occasional cutscene in a game. Like, I don't know, there was one time where they're like, oh, whenever you're crawling between two pipes, that's a cutscene. I'm like, well, don't cut that because sometimes crawling between two pipes is the, the what's the aha moment where you like, or, or like in Tomb Raider. I don't know if you guys remember Tomb Raider Rise of, you come out of the cave, you blast the wall, you open it and you come out and she looks over the city yeah, and you're just yeah, like, it was... oh, it's that, oh, it's that feeling of awe. Don't, they, they don't always... get rid of that. 
they always view like, oh, devs are hiding this or, oh, it's not real AI. It's got, well, who gives a shit? It works well. I mean, it makes sense in the game world. I mean, you know, why not? Yeah, it's going to be cool to see, though. I mean, find hopefully it interesting that, that so few developers have gone the, the Valve route with, with cutscenes like of Half-Life, of actually putting them in the game. The player, yeah, like giving you player agency during the cutscene, yeah. as it were. I love that shit. But I mean, but I mean, I guess, I guess maybe that's because, like, I think maybe seventy percent of Half Life players were like bunny hopping around the room while, <laughs> while, while the cutscene or, or whatever was playing. It's uh, the best part of the game. The yeah, the best part of that game. Up, this is a speedrunning tactic: is they pick up like an object in the game world and put it on someone's head, and they skip to the end of the the, the cutscene. What the fuck? And that works yeah. for some yeah, reason. If you, if you pick up an object and let's say like oh, an Half Life Two, so an NPC cool. is walking slow. You uh -huh. drop a box on their head and they just disappear and reappear at their intended what? destination. What? That's see that obviously you know when people figure those kind of things out. That's the best part when you like it, yeah. you don't realize. Uh, remember in Fallout, I think where they they couldn't make a train, so it's actually an NPC with a train hat, <laughs> and you're like, dude, that's the, fuck? the best story <laughs> in the world. Like that is uh, amazing. Someone underground is just running really fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Um, John says, "What are we talking about?" I uh, seriously doubt FromSoft is releasing anything else in the near future uh this is just um well it's what they said they said they're nearly done with the game so ask from soft rogerio says i think god of war hides it well with dialogue at least it's engaging yeah i would agree man there's some really cool stuff with uh games that sort of cheat it metro did full loading screens right metro exodus that uh, did full loading between the loading screen between yeah regions. you did the train between the um between the locations right yeah Didn't have that yeah so you don't mm -hmm. always have to get rid of it uh, I yeah. think Alan Wake did. Alan Wake was a full 360 world, so I guess they didn't really have to worry about. What about Quantum Break? Quantum Break had the movies in between each level. But did they do loading screens as well? Does anybody remember anything about Quantum Break other than that it wasn't Dude, Alan Wake? I never no, played it. Somehow. Okay. Me neither. Did Control have loading screens? Uh, I don't. Oh, man. That's oh, a. No, good... it does. Well. It... When you fast travel, that's yeah. But I mean, like going into yeah. I think that's only when you fast travel. Object of power. Well, and yeah. It puts when, into yeah, when world. you go into a different area, right, where like the map changes. Elevators, there is a... right? right? Elevators there in elevators, yeah. there are elevators, yeah. Um, and then elevators, right. of course, in Mass Effect. Which, by the way, uh, as mm -hmm. I stated, would happen. I was like, if you cut the parts in, in Mass Effect and you make the elevators too fast, you're going to miss some of the unique, goofy story parts of Mass Effect. And that is exactly yeah. what happened. Exactly what happened. It's exactly yeah. what happened. I was like, God damn it, guys. Those, yes, there were there because of a technical reason. They filled it with good content, though. So you need to figure out how to play that content on loudspeakers and stuff so people yeah. can still hear yeah. it. Um, what about people in chat? Uh, do We'll ask everybody in chat. Do cutscenes, and don't give me this, it depends. Overall, do cutscenes need? To, do you like cutscenes that are in real time, where you can move the character around, or would you rather have like a what was it, Uncharted? I guess. Well, it depends. <laughs> don't. I think Mass Effect was one of those damned if they do and damned if they don't because yeah, you did have like one or two of those like um, well, I'm sure they were deliveries, games. either con conversations on the elevator or or like the news uh, talking mm -hmm. about something you did. Yeah. 
but then like for for every one of those there was like at least from my experience there was like 10 out of la trader trips where there wasn't really anything notable or repeated yeah yeah you, here's why i liked it though silver because the one or two times it came up it did something that the game was still better than most skyrim bethesda oblivion games and that's that it showed your growth in power and the spread of the word of your name i like right. that there's something about hearing Shepard did this and you're there yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, talking yeah. in third person and they're like, we're talking yes. to Commander Shepard. And you're like, that's me. <laughs> you oh, know, you're you know like behind everybody like, huh? Yeah. You know what I hate about cutscenes? Fuck. Did you play Ghostwire Tokyo? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, the first fucking hour that, okay, maybe it's just me, but in first person games, minus a few, like Doom does it pretty well. Doom does it very well with the cutscenes, like with the, the emoting of the guy that has no voice that kind of just punches things. Yeah. It will. But I hate, like in Metro Exodus did it well too, where it's like every cutscene, everything you see is from your own eyes. With, with Ghostwire, I played it and it's like every two seconds they pull me out of the character and it's just like a cutscene viewing my character that I'm playing as in first person. I don't really like that. I like to be still in first person. Um, in gotcha. Those, in the, in no, I get that. I yeah, that. the it, I mean the first person cutscenes are a bit mystifying when they don't go with like the Half Life approach of giving you like a free look or something, mm -hmm. of letting the player look when it feels like when it's just when 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 the look is restricted to whatever it is they want you to look at and sometimes it can be really jarring because like you'll have you'll be forced to look at all sorts of directions mm -hmm. where you it really sort of pulls you out of the moment. As well as customization, right? Because if you have your, that's the difference also real real time and not real time is sometimes you'll have yeah. customization, your character still shows up like, you know, level one Halo Master Chief versus level 50 that you are. You'll see that sometimes in cutscenes where you're like, the stuff isn't added on. It's It depends on the game and how it handles it, obviously. But I think that um, uh, Lester says Elden Ring cutscenes were disappointing. Dude, I can't even remember an Elden Ring cutscene. I don't know what cutscene. Probably just like I the think boss he's joking. Or something. No, yeah, there <laughs> oh, are some good oh the sure. oh the Elder. Yeah, the boss. I think he might be talking about that. I will say I love those. I did too, but depending on the game you or the boss, you may have seen that thirty times. That can be a little bit. <laughs> probably like, you can skip it, but like yeah, let us die. What, what was the the the, the let us. Uh, join the gods together. Dude, the, like the, together. the only <laughs> one that I that I had huge issues with in that entire game is the guy who's not even a boss. It's the sub-boss of the first, Godric, whatever his, Melon, whatever oh, his name is. Uh, uh, Margaret, yeah. Dude, what was that guy? I was just like, what the f is going on? What's <laughs> happening? I was just getting my ass kicked, and then I kill him, and then I go to the other bosses, and I'm like... And he's easier. <laughs> he's, they're way easier. It's not even yeah, yeah. It's not even on the same level when I got to them. And you could say it's a skill bump, but I don't think it is. I think that there is a tiny bit of, like, depending on when you get there, too, because I did get there early. Like, not super early, There's but I was just like... There's also an game explanation of that, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, but are you... That's I don't know. I find that to be a little cheesy if they're like, wait till the end to explain to you why this war one guy is like ridiculous. You know yeah, I don't know. I find that a little cheesy. It's almost I like their QA guys told them that they're like, write something into the end so that it makes sense. <laughs> Justify it. Yeah, what were you saying, Johnny? Well, I have a feeling that they wanted to have a like a little check wall fairly early on mm -hmm. for you to not just blaze through because it would be so easy to miss a ton of stuff in that first area. There's so yeah. many things, right? 
that I think uh, a lot of people, if he was an easy boss, they would just like, you know, cruise through it and keep moving into the castle and into the next area. But he could have been not an easy boss and still easier than the next guy, which was Kate. No, I agree with you. He he is. It was reversed. How about a that? Significant bump. Yeah. Would you have felt, it's would you have been okay Godric if Godric reversed with him? Like, I think I would have, hand, that would have felt a, less noticeable. That would, yeah, that would have been okay. From a game point well. of view, yeah. But like, yeah, Godric is meant to be a trash. Like, he's meant to be like yeah, a little runt that everyone no gives a shit about. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was just funny. I don't know. It's no, just. Absy's deep in the lore, man. He's like, I know oh, everything. This guy's I can, power level I can is... tell you about the Radagon <laughs> yeah, yeah. and America and, 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 and the Shadow. I can tell you about America. And... <laughs> What'd you say? America? Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it, I mean, overall, like those are the only cutscenes I remember when he was saying that like those cutscenes bother me. I, I'm pretty sure he's just talking about watching the same one over and over. But that happens in all Maybe. boss type of games. In every game, really. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody I didn't even get it out. Margaret isn't even that hard. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. Well, he, yeah. but he's harder than Godric. Godric is easier. That's exactly what was said, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, somebody's yeah. somebody's yeah, always in the corner I mean, going like flex and some people it was the Godric was one of the harder ones. So. Probably, and I do know when I was facing yeah. um, some of the bosses, one of the things that they do really well in Elden Ring, and you don't notice it right away, but if, you, if you're if you warned about it, or if you just pick it up, there's a lot of movement in that game that looks like threat that is not threat. And at all. Where it's almost like a dude in, a, in Batman Gotham Knights that we see, where they're doing flips for no reason just to get to the bad yeah. guy. And you're like, dude! Would you run here, please, so we can fight? And they're like, there's a couple bosses, not a couple, there's a lot of bosses, especially in um, in Elden Ring, where I noticed there was a lot of fake threat. And it, that it, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. That's I sort of dig that, where you're like, oh, this could be dangerous. This movement here means this, but it doesn't. And there's you're yeah. under no threat, but it looks threatening, so therefore you panic, and it takes you yeah. a while to sort of go. Panic roll. Oh, I yeah, because... Think... That yeah, you're right. So I think that's what Margaret taught you very well from the get-go of the game was okay, some enemies because they do this a lot in Elden Ring where they're gonna have a very slow attack where he like winds up for like a fucking half a year before he starts attacking, and then the other ones are swift. I think it teaches you that pretty have you guys also on, you know? taken so now I find myself, I don't know about you guys, I find myself not surprised by from games anymore. Because every from game, if a guy has a power attack, it will never ever come when it should. So the pa so in a normal game, power up, get to the end, attack. Never, Ooh. never. Either early, <laughs> or it's late. either early or late, and it's almost always late. So now every time I can just look at where he's pulling back, I watch him go all the way back once, and I'm like, one one thousand or one, and I'll, and then I'll block, and it works yeah. every time. And you're just like, dude, I would. Yeah. I, I don't want them to do this because I think people would legit freak if there was a variable. Like, uh, if there was like one where it's like sometimes it's quick, sometimes oh, people I would, would love that. But I would, would like it. it. That would <laughs> that would be rough if you were they like would piss people off, especially if there's no a, warning. A if there's <laughs> speedrunners, dude, it's like oh fuck, I got bad RNG. Oh, oh dude, oh yeah, you get runners. RNG on the attack, uh, <laughs> like length of pullback. Like, yeah, 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 it's something you pick yeah. up once you, and you'll see it in Surge. You'll see it in every Dark Souls style game where you know when they pull the Powerball attack, boom, it's going to it's gonna take a, an extra second. I absolutely know it's going to take yeah. an extra. Also, I know two attacks will work, three attacks will not. And if you do the three, they'll punish you. And you start to get the combo where you're like, one, two, 
Wait. Three. Because if you go one, two, three, they block you. But if you go one, two, three, yeah, they three. don't. <laughs> and it, it's it's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it is cool that you can pick those up. We've got enough of these games now from every developer yeah. that now you sort of know. Va variable's going to happen, guys. Var somebody's going to be like... This game is just one boss, and there are no patterns or something like that. Where <laughs> you're just like, what? It's like, yeah, it's, natural. it's, it's just Margit like, or like whatever. Just that character, all random. No if fucking. You have a range of delay on the attack. Yeah, right. Like, like it's like, <laughs> oh, dude. Like, like if you choose easy, it's like people, one percent range. Will, if you choose well, I mean, hard, a, it's like a hundred percent. On a micro level, people got pissed off because some of the bosses. Um, let's say he doesn't attack, but you're far away enough. They'll do that attack and stop. They don't do another attack. So they see them do the same attack and go into attack. And but then the other you go one. into attack, they, yeah. they keep on attacking. And you have to wait that like, quarter of a second, right? To, yeah, to like. And, and I was like, I was like, no, this makes sense. I mean, no, if I like you're not close I like that, but people don't because they're like, oh, well, I don't got, like, I thought this is my time. And, you know, I can't. And even in my videos, sometimes when I play characters where they do that, you can see me go, huh? Because I'll realize I'm going to push them to attack. And you'll see me go like, mm. gah, gah. Whoa! And they'll go back for a second and wait, and then go in because they don't. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very cool, man. It's 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 awesome that these games. I mean, dude, we're you also we're playing have games. Reading as well. Well, true. Yeah, and but what I was gonna say is it's it's awesome that we have these games because um I do think Elden Ring opens the door for uh people that like Cadiz and some of my friends who just they looked at Dark Souls and they were like, not only was it not fun, and I get that, I agree with them in that way for them it was definitely not fun and i i actually agree but at the same time they can now have a little bit of breathing room between attacks think a little bit elden ring definitely allows for people to memorize stuff after a fight where in the past to be like dude I, I don't even know what happened like i don't know and neo 2 was like that where you get into neo 2 and be like well i'm dead what i don't even know I don't even know yeah. what I need to do. Can't so sometimes you would suicide. I did at least where I'd be like, I'm just going to suicide so I can see what he's doing. Cause it's so fast. There's so many things going on. I'm just going to walk forward and watch who is, who's doing what I, I like that about Elden ring that now people yeah. who would never have played it and didn't like those kind of games may look at dark souls and go, I get it now. Like, whether they well, want to play that's it or what not with me. Like I wasn't a huge fan of dark souls at all. I didn't like the, what about three? um three i think i i liked more than the other two yeah, for sure that's what i, I, I played the three the most but uh but i i was just um there's just something about like let's say i i reach like a swampland or, or something like that you know especially in dark souls one there's the, the 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 fucking underground piece of shit area and it's like oh fuck and then thinking about that okay when i launch the game i have to get through this area you know, there was always like a a barrier or a thing that caused me to bounce off these games. Yeah. But Elden Ring is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's because, you know, fuck me. That game is, you know. You and you can explore, man. You you can, and you can run you away. Explore, I mean, sometimes you'd be else. playing Dark Souls and you're like, the only way to run away is to like run back to a guy you already ran away from because, you know, he might be a little bit harder because sometimes things felt uneven on yeah. purpose. But uh, yeah, it's very cool. I'm just really happy because other companies will look at this too and go, okay, so this might be a way to get people to play our game because I like the surge, but I still think that the surge at times is, can be nut crunching. In fact, yeah. I think the surge is harder for me on a technical level. Well, once I started learning weapon switches, it wasn't, but yeah, there are parts the of the surge. Yeah, dude, yeah. surge two in particular. I was like, Oh yes. my God, 
Well, I don't know why. I, I couldn't even yeah. answer why, but um, I think it's cool because now we'll get these other companies who might look at this and say, all right, we don't need an enemy around every corner. We can, like, a little breathing room, you know, might end up causing people to to want to jump into the to the universe and explore that, which is very positive. Uh, let's see. I feel like the two attack thing is a waste of the player's time, a cheesy way to stretch out the time it takes to beat bosses. Noah's combat has a rhythm that feels more rewarding. I think Noah's I, combat has the same stuff that can occasionally pop up. It's just so. about being gamified versus not. I, I enjoyed, I liked it because it's like, okay, well, they shouldn't have the same pattern. And so I like it when there, there's variables, you know? Yeah. But it's to each their own. I mean, you might not like that. Uh, let's see. Um, I want to love Elden Ring, but in the end, I just sort of respect it and realize I'd rather play something else. Nothing wrong with that, man, at all. Speaking yeah. of respect, let's respect everybody's time and move on. That was... St we started talking about what? Elden Ring, dude. God of War. And then we went fucking... Callisto, God of War, Elden Ring. <laughs> that what we were talking about? Holy shit. We, okay, what we do we got, around. Johnny, for uh, topics? What are some of the topics that we got? Okay, it's, it's so... Only 12. I, mean, I, put them, I put them in chat here, oh, but okay. I did want Thank to... You talk you about, asked me about white neon as well oh, yep, sorry. yep yeah so we'll talk about that i also wanted to talk about the steam demo festival let's do it let's uh, talk about that first it just because we said positive for me that's yep. a huge positive I, I just love uh demos in general right i'm, I'm like a a kid at the toy store a demo machine demos, right yeah yeah. Demos. yeah yeah fucking uh costco I, yeah i still remember like supersized peanut butter i need it yeah because i still remember like the cds right i would buy a magazine with my savings oh, yeah be, oh dude, dude so and that good. would be like for the week i have that uh with the demo and now it's you have tons of demos but i wanted to give a shout out to a couple games that i played so i did a stream where uh, I installed just a bunch of demos and played through a bunch of them, and I found a couple that were just, you know, tiramisu uh, level games. So l let me get the names right here so I don't butcher it. Uh, so I tried a bunch of them, but the ones that really stood out to me were the first one, my top one, called Nine Souls, S-O-L-S. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nine souls. So, yeah, gotcha. Nine souls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is like side scrolling 2D Metroidvania. Like, mm -hmm. so think of Ori and the Blind Forest, but you are an alien hacking cat. <laughs> you're a cat, but you're also kind of an alien and you can hack. And oh, they I have got it. This Nine lives. Okay. Yeah, and right, and they they have this Asian aesthetic to the whole thing that's just gorgeous, like hand drawn, great gotcha. animations, um, mixed in with almost cyberpunk because of the technology, because there's alien stuff in mm -hmm. it, and so the gameplay is ace, right? So I'm playing this; it feels great. You got a mm -hmm. dash; it feels great. All the Metroidvania stuff, um, and the art just phenomenal just struck me so that was a my highlight of the nine souls it has a demo people can check it out on steam um uh, coming out next year that one so still a little while and then another one that i wanted to shout out here uh is beneath the or orisa and i think Carrick, you also shouted out this game it's the one where it's a deck builder 
but has full-on 3D animations for the attacks. Remember this? Oh yeah, when you talked about uh, you yeah, Eric talked about animations and like. I think I talked about... about wanting that, but I don't remember talking about this game in particular. Because I think you talked about trying that demo, but it was like a while ago. Must have been. It was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or something. Yeah. Or or even earlier. It it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Anyway, if it's not specifically the one that you mentioned one time, it's exactly what you talked about. What I wanting. wanted when one. Yeah, because. It, it, and this is great because you know not only do the actions map exactly to to what the card says right mm -hmm. but the way they do it is almost like time stops so let's say that you play a card right so your dude is kind of waiting for you to play the card you play it he moves hits the guy it, it ha everything has awesome animations uh and then like it kind of stops until the next thing wait happens. wait 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 is this the one that we watched a trailer of during an event and we saw the yes. cards? That okay. might be what you're talking and we about. We talked about it. Yeah. Then. And we were like, yes, oh my Kevin. God, that exactly. looks, I didn't know the name. I, for whatever yeah. reason, that name did not uh, trigger with me. Dude, I did not know that was a demo. That I'm going to have to check it, that out. It, it's, it's great, man. Okay. It's I know really what you're talking cool. about now. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So uh, th those are my shout-outs, but, you know, we, we talked about Hellsinger, uh, Metal Hellsinger. It's yeah, a lot of worth, people have been talking about that. Very much worth checking out. Um, Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb, yeah. Angry Cult of the Lamb's hugely popular. Angry Foot. Midnight Fight Express. Uh, we, we also saw that in one of the shows, uh, and I played it. It's also great fun. So there's a bunch of stuff out there in the demos, and Steam has actually a good way uh, of going by genre. And couple as well um one was actually supposed to release yesterday but for some reason uh did not or hasn't released yet rather um called ages descent uh you can play a demo for that uh which is a first person sort of mech game shooter um that actually it looks really really good in my opinion um there's also a game called last time i saw you uh which is, also has a demo uh 2d adventure game um and there's another game called ghost song which also has a pretty good demo you can play um which is sort of 2d horror cosmic horror uh science fiction um also looks really 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 solid art style in that as well now when these demos i talked about this last time do these demos come up and then go away or are they up? And, no, and, no, they're they up. Stick around for these yeah, guys. Okay, good. Yeah, because they, be. they should be. You know, that's why I was confused when we, I think we last talked. Yeah, a lot of people say Call to the Lamb is actually awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very it's polished. So good. Oh yeah, of course. Absy played it. That's you were one of the ones who told me that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's. It, it's very cool to see more demos come around. We're seeing it now, of course, with um, Xbox getting demos, PlayStation demos all the way, man demos all the way down Love it. yeah it's i mean it's it's awesome to be able to just jump in and go is it something i play. want yeah. to possibly continue playing or do i like the art style we're gonna see that with a lot of games especially indie games where they have weird art styles sometimes you may look at it and be like this isn't for me and then you play it and you're like oh it's not bad yeah what was that game that gave us all headaches that looked like paper you're on the boat. Oh, the Obra Dinn. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Obra Dinn. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes That's you need great, to play the Obra Dinn. Game, the though. Return of the Obra Dinn. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a great puzzle game, but... um, yeah, the, Dude, everyone talked about the art style being amazing. I just... I was like, fuck me. I would rather that be a normal 
art style. <laughs> Actually, I played something that I wanted to uh, mention to you guys because I thought the premise, the idea was really ingenious. I didn't like the game as much, but this is called Brock the Investigator, and it's a point and click. You're a crocodile humanoid that talks. I'm interested. Full voice acting. I'm interested. Um, right. The only thing is the dialogue is very cheesy it's very corny so i i didn't mm. particularly like it but they have a, they call it the first punch and click which immediately i was like okay i gotta see what this is right so you you have like the the normal mode where you're doing point and click stuff and you at any point in time you can switch to action mode where you can then like punch stuff yeah. Sometimes you can like cool. you know break a glass to inspect what's inside. Oh right, right. So it can push you further in the story. And get a reaction. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, like the so dichotomy of the dude being named Brock and being a yeah. investigator. So fits. Right. And being yeah. an alligator. I mean, that's also but quite I, unique. I adding a layer to the point and click it was yeah. ingenious. You no, know, that's awesome. It's awesome to finally yeah. get it. I mean, they've tried it with everything. Thimbleweed had two characters. Well, multiple games have had two characters. But, you know, you, you right. get everybody trying different stuff. Um, Jetser says, any info on Trepang 2? I don't think there's info, but there's a demo out there. I know I, I saw that pop up. Um yeah, I mean, more demos. This is great. I do like the idea that they stick around. I do wish that for whatever reason they made that clear because I wasn't the only one asking that, trying to figure out why we were doing an event for something that would stay. It's almost like saying, you know, we're doing a concert and you're like, oh, I missed it. And they're like, oh, no, no, we just live here. We just play music all the time. Yeah, and you're right, like, yeah, yeah. what you mean? Well, what the fuck? Because I didn't have my PC for that fest. For that like, fest, yeah. I out on the demos. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's an odd complaint, but just realize the complaint <laughs> is simply because I want more people to engage with it. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it was a little bit, I was like, I, I even asked Reg, I'm like, I don't understand, dude. What's happening? He's like, it's more like it's the release like day. It's like the here's you, the big release day of these demos. Yeah. Versus it. You know how we release have a day. exposure for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, go ahead, Johnny. You know how we have like uh Earth Appreciation Day or yeah. something? That to me is always weird because like we should appreciate Earth, the Earth every know, day. All the time. Yeah. Not just the one day. But sometimes you got to you got to you got to remind the freaking terrorists sometimes, who yeah. destroy land so, all the time. I think this is Quit what it is. Cutting down our it's trees. Like, yeah, like, you know, the demos are always there, but this is kind of a gentle reminder yeah. for you to, like, put something in your calendar, like, oh, hey, there's demos. Yeah, it's very cool. Somebody else said, uh, I think it was Wandering Dutch had said he liked uh, Metal Hellsinger, so there's yeah. that as well. Um, is that the one that looked all weird in its timing? Did anybody play that? You said it was that. Like, so, this um, one the looks better, looked... and it has oh, a visual... It? aid oh okay gotcha kind of help cool. you with the clicks the other thing they do very I love well Serge Tankian too. the vocalist from a system of a down is in oh it. yeah 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 mm, yeah gotcha. the, oh. the other thing they do very well is the layering like we talked about earlier in the podcast about having a the basic track and then layering. what is this top. game then what is this okay a so rhythm this is based like shooter rhythm based shooter so you have to shoot on tempo right mm. but as you do it better, let's say like you get a streak or something, the song starts to build up. Like, you know, it kind of, it gets more uh, into it, like more layers, more full. Mm -hmm. And the only problem is if you suck at it, 
it's gonna get boring, right? Because you're only listening to the bass tracks. You never get. Do you know what I mean? If, I didn't think about that. Streets, yeah, you, right. You're not even getting to the vocals, dude. Right. I you're didn't think about them. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you can tell if a reviewer fully knows what they're doing. If if all their yeah, yeah. All, all the music moments in their well, game is just bass track. Watch the journalist be yeah. like, "Dude, these tracks suck. Where are the vocalists?" Or or well, well, I'll do it. I'll be like, "Now I'm going to review the audio portion. Voice, there is yeah. none." People be like, "Ha ha, you're not very good." What are we going to say, Abzi? Yeah. At least you, uh, in this one, I think opposed to BPM, which you can't ever shoot outside of the tempo. I think unless you go into like easy mode or something. Is in this one. You can, in matter in fact, shoot whenever you want and reload whenever you want. You just get extra points if you shoot on tempo. Which is the way it should be. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, how are you training me? If if I can only shoot on the tempo, then isn't it a game where I would just hold down the A button and wait for the tempo to pop up? Ba -ba -ba -ba, ba -ba -ba -ba, yeah. Where it would fire on its own. Like, that's that's not really timing. Um, The main character design, somebody said they don't like. That happens in a lot of games. Let's look more at some news here. Oh yeah. Oh, and there's a white neon. So me. I wanted to, yeah, we'll, we'll cover that too. I wanted to, um, I'm going to have to wait for my browser to open here. So there was a couple things. First thing I want to talk about is Hogwarts. So I did not know this was a thing. If you guys look at Hogwarts early or not early, I'm sorry. If you look at Hogwarts, uh, version, their addition list, their sales, they've got one version there that unless I'm going completely insane, sells you 72 hour early access to it. And I got to tell you guys, man, for a single player Harry Potter game to like sell you early access. It's that's not an MMO, which we've seen and people disliked, but we saw it with new world, right? Didn't new world do that? It pissed some people off. I believe uh, I can I mean, be yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda did. There we go. So. You're following in the footsteps of Mass Effect Andromeda. Congratulations. Like, what a terrible idea. I couldn't believe that, man. And I think it's 72 hours. Yeah, I think it's 72 hours. Number five, I put yeah. it on that list. Um, I hate that. Dude, it's like, of all the... I mean, I know what they're doing, right? They're taking advantage of Hogwarts fans. Like, it's yeah. not even taking it... I guess you could say Andromeda took, you know, advantage of the few Mass Effect fans they still had. But, like... It's painful, man. It's oh, when I read that, I was just like, are you kidding me? Seriously? You're going to, for a single player game, it's like, if it's ready, it's ready, man. You know, they have other things like you can get the big bad wand pack or whatever, you know, bigger cock looking wand. You can get all these kind of things in there. But one of them, yeah, I think number five is 72 hours early. I, just, I fucking hate that, man. I don't know. It, I just find really that. spoils oh. the, you know, there's this feeling when a game releases, right? And yeah. we're all like pumped up talking about it in the discord right or whatever like everybody's excited and experiencing it a kind of at the same time you just break that because th there's a contingent now that's experiencing it three days prior or four days prior yeah um, it's just so weird not a fan. it's a, no either am i and i wasn't expecting it for this game for whatever reason like that was right. just not something that popped into my head that they would be like 72 hours early access i feel like it's I feel like it's sort of faded from from use. Like it, there was a, a little bit time yeah. where it was very common. Like Ubisoft used to do it all the time as well. Yeah, the nice thing about Ubisoft, well, not nice thing, but sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So it's obvious that they sort of know what game they want to do it for, and and I think we know that Hogwarts makes sense. It does make sense business wise. Yeah. I mean, is there any game? I mean, that's you're going to make an extra ten work. bucks for nothing. 
because the game is obviously ready 72 hours prior is what i mean so you're you were literally just making money yeah uh, for no which you know they're a business but it sucks i just i wish i hadn't seen that because like that that hits me in the in the feels and i think we all not we all but if you were a harry potter fan maybe the movies were coming out y'all got in line at the theater together or whatever or if you're a book fan back in the day people actually lined up at the bookstore and now it's like oh, yeah. well if you pay you can get into the bookstore early <laughs> you're just like ah, oh, that's not the same red wolf five dollar super chat do you think we will be able to get out of our cockpit and walk around the inside of our ship while it's floating in space in starfield yes we for sure can red wolf i cover it in my video um, you absolutely can do that. Uh, if you can do it all the time, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I do know multiple times they had a get out and walk around icon that popped up, especially when you were uh, connected to other ships. So you definitely have that ability. Um, nice. let's see Hogwarts. Other than that, I'm excited for it. I'm a Hogwarts fan. Yeah. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I want to see it. it looked a little janky, but I'm all for it. Uh, what else so, do we got so here? So let me ask oh, you, oh, if you're yes. a Harry Potter friend, fan, uh, which house oh, no. are you? Slytherin. What? Slytherin. Not, yes, sir. Question, yes, sir. You're right it's there not, with me. It's not a uh, question. Uh, Straight up Slith. I, but I'd lead it. Who's I'm, I'm no bitch. Who's I'm no bitch, the, Silver. The, the I'm, sad I'd fuck. Lead. Who's going to be the sad in, fuck that picks Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. I knew you were going to say that. Well, probably the nerd hey, like Bill the Gates who, who in all, school. The ones who get all the friends. So. Yeah, they get all the friends and in, <laughs> and suddenly, you know, they're a multimillionaire. Who knows, right? Like, <laughs> we should do that. We should tier list. We should Dumb tier list butterflies. the billionaires into their, like Elon Musk, Slytherin, Bill Gates. Well, now Slytherin. Possibly originally we would have thought, well, maybe not Hufflepuff. He would have been Gryffindor. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so... So news about that. We can move on from there. No, I Another think Bill thing Gage would have been Ravenclaw. I was the reason why I said Slytherin was because of the divorce and what came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and now he would be. That's why it was like, like Slytherin. Like early, no. early. I think Ravenclaw. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and then last uh, but not least, let's talk about Microsoft and uh, well, not Microsoft in particular. I mean, it's their game, but Halo. So I don't know if you guys saw this Halo, uh, they did a little, they do their bulletins and in one of the bulletins, they basically said, Hey man, we know we got a lot of cool shit and some people don't have the time to unlock the cool shit. So we're looking at microtransactions to help them unlock the cool shit. Now I'll just stop right there. So what do you guys think? What do you mean? Wait, sorry. Cause I don't, so, I don't get that sentence. Cut, which part? All of it. That they're adding microtransactions to Halo. Oh, that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought yeah. I heard something way more complicated than that. I mean, no, that's the problem. It's not complicated, but the complication comes that it wasn't done. It's sort of being added in, which, like in a weird player? way, uh, multiplayer customizations, single player, most likely if there's customizations well, that as well too. Well, that's what I said too. But they're talking about an actual like point system that you buy into of some kind. And and like money versus points and being able to unlock it, which they don't technically right now have. I don't know what so, the fuck they're doing to that franchise, man. They're fucking killing it. They're butchering it. I just do whatever they want, honestly. I mean, fuck them, dude. Sometimes I wish companies would do their shit up front first, so you could sort of just like I know it's bad. It's almost like a person saying, "Listen, let's date," but I'm I'm fucked up. Like let's date, but I'm, I'm gonna I have be rough. Uh, psychopathic tendencies. I, have, I may stab you in the night. You're like, all right, 
I'll just, you know, I'll wear a mesh suit when I go to bed. I sort of, I've sort of got my def defenses up. But this one sucks, guys, because, like, not to be rude, man, they haven't delivered shit for that game. Like, if they deliver, if it had co-op and if it had Forge and if it had all this other stuff, that might be, but it's like. It has. Just, I don't know. I think it They're has some pretty unfortunate uh, connotations to, to what Square Enix did with Avengers a little bit, maybe. Square, where Square have, Enix did with Avengers? Yeah, where you have the initial release, and then, I mean, there's a lot Wait, of attention. Sorry, somebody just there. somebody just corrected me on something. Oh, that's MC. Oh, they're adding micros to MCC? Man, they should Thank just you. shut the fuck up and sit down, dude. Oh, my God. Why are they doing that? Thank you. Thank why you. They, they just corrected MC us. They just corrected us. So, that's why there was some confusion on what was going on. It is to the Master Chief collection. Yeah, oh. why? Why? That makes even less sense, though. That makes even less sense. That's so stupid. Those games have been out for a while, and people love the customization of them and earning them things in-game. Like, that's so nonsensical, honestly, man. That's so stupid. That pisses me off. Do you think that... Do you think that they get to a point to where they're like, we don't... Like, we're, we are sort of done with this? And maybe, like, to get extra... I mean, just like it's done, <laughs> some, we're not okay, doing any work <laughs> or much work on it. So let's just make some extra money on it. Let's throw cosmetics in, which we do see in some MMOs. I think that's pissing maybe, off consumers more than anything. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's also that there are people who aren't happy with the progression system in as is the Master Chief Collection because the Master like the progression system there is tied to like season pass or whatever um where you have to build it over time and gradually sort of unlock it um dude i, I haven't maybe some people maybe some people want the option for the shortcut um i don't know yeah maybe it, it's so weird because like master chief collection to me if you bring it up i would it's dead to me I don't know how right. any other way. And I'm not saying it's dead to me like I'm cool. I'm saying it's dead to me as in my mentally, I keep thinking of it as being a dead, uh, uh, that the that we're in infinite now and that that is dead. It's just, it's a thing and it's not getting new stuff. Obviously, I'm wrong and it is getting new stuff. Um, but I just, I don't even know what you would unlock. So what? So I guess if you, what do they have in that? Helmets, I'm assuming, you know, like your cosmetics for yeah. Um, yeah and to, to for, I mean, for for for, for, uh, mm. for reach, you have like whole different like armor stuff that you can customize, yeah, like individual right, right. armor pieces that. that you can. That you well, can dude, they could have done it so well with the infinite. They could have done it so that okay, let's say you pay pay for a battle pass, but instead of stupid colors and like arm shits, you get you get full suits, and in order to unlock things on those suits, you do those challenges. They can they can strike a good balance. They they don't have oh. to go one way or the other. So you're but, saying a, like an armband would require a certain number of shots or something. So how would that, that before, kind of challenge? Or? Yeah. So for example, let's say with the battle pass, you get like a, a new suit, and then to unlock customizations specifically for that suit, let's say a new helmet, a new shoulder pad, whatever, you have to get like thirty headshots with pistol. Do all this like cool. They could strike a good balance. They they just overstep too much, man. Like they're, they're uh, they overstepped way too. You 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 pay for a battle pass. You unlock like the color purple for for a a, a hand that you don't own on a fucking different like. I mean, so what, stupid. What you're describing now is kind of the system that's in there now. 
because you do need you use you use you earn sort of points by playing the game and then you use those points to to unlock pieces of the pass and then you progress yeah and then you progress in the like that in that sort of season pass you progress through the different tiers of that up to oh, like last the I played, of that pass. Last I played, you need to beat like 10 fucking games to get like 50 experience points, which causes you to go to the next level of the battle pass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they changed that because they were that, okay. that there was some heavy feedback. I remember I mean, that. You can, that was, you, there was heavy you, feedback on that. You can earn like a like a decent um, amount of points from doing like daily and weekly challenges um in in the Master Chief collection. I'm like that's how I unlock oh, a lot of the honor pieces. Yeah, I was talking about infinite. Yeah. So that's real quick, I got to get this in. Doom Reaper stuff. says they've been adding Reach. seasons and they added flood fight fire knit long ago. I don't know. He starts to lose his mind. But he said they've added some stuff um recently as well. Okay. So there is some stuff, you know, being added. <clears throat> I just I know that franchise is dead to me, but that now, franchise has some issues. I'll just say that. I don't know if I mean, I don't know if I'd say it's dead, but it's definitely got, it's got it. It used to be the masterclass product. And yeah. now it's like when Bungie was in charge. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, believe what you may, but I don't believe that, but <laughs> I, I'm just saying it used to be a master. It isn't now it isn't treated that way. And yeah, I don't know, man. It sucks. It sucks. And, and, and speaking of infinite, I'm, I'm glad people corrected us. So you have, uh, you have, um, Master Chief, which, like I said, feels dead, still obviously getting support, which is awesome. People are playing that. It's now adding micros. But then you do, spreading off, have Infinite, which I did see that they were um, inviting people to like their co-op network test to finally get that. How long's Infinite been out? Six months? Or well, longer? Over, like eight months, right? Yeah. Eight or nine. Right, it came out like, like end of last seven, year, seven or November, eight months, December. Yeah. Yeah, I so it'd be not, right? yeah, be, it, yeah, it feels like a fall game. So, you know, they run together, but it's just sort of sad. There's something about it that it feels like Muhammad Ali is too old for a lot of people, but it feels like a champion yeah. who shows up. They look, they look the same, but it's just not there. Chuck Liddell, that's a good example. Chuck Liddell used to be a monster. <laughs> His very last fight, he looked identical, even looked in good shape. And then the first time he threw a punch, it was, you, it, you were like, oh no, he will. There's gonna be a murder. He will die, and he did. He got smoked. Oh wow. So, um, yeah, it's just it feels weird, man. It, and I would say this certainly if it was I mean, Mario or at this point Crash dude, Bandicoot. I've lost interest about you know Halo Infinite co-op. Well, add it's this. Been so long. Oh, dude, sorry. I see where you're right. going with this. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. I thought you were saying Halo, and I was saying, does it feel like Halo, Call of Duty, and Battlefield are all oh. the kings that are ready to be usurped? They just haven't yet. I see. Like, that's no, the way it feels to me. To me, it's like, remember when we talked about the telltale issues with pacing between or timing between episodes? Yeah. Where you would get one, and then, you know, maybe we would have to wait months for the mm -hmm. next one. And that's, for me, that was a huge issue. That's kind of how it feels like. You know, if you, it's one thing. You waited thing, too long, the me, gap is too wide. It's too wide. Like, if you tell me, hey, you, we need two months to iron out the co-op, I'm still excited, right? Because it's still in my radar. But there's something about, like you said, like moving on, you know, like it, we've seen Infinite and we've kind of moved on. That, I just can't be excited in the same way 
about it coming out, you know, several. I would have been excited. Now. This is no lie, guys. If if Infinite had had Forge and co-op, I can't tell you how excited I would have been. And that's no lie. That's not. I don't. That's I, maybe as big a, a part of it, right? It's a. Oh, it's Forge? it's uh, the biggest. Part it's of the biggest it. part. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it other than I, I've like, never played a Halo solo, dude. And I've, I've Forge was always a core. And for but player. Forge was yeah. And so like, let's say you say I had somebody try to tell me they were the biggest Halo fan in the world. They don't know there was co-op, and I'm like, then you for sure aren't the biggest Halo fan in the world. You would have known that, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you remove all that, and people who don't even like co-op, you look at Forge. Forge was the lifeblood of multiple things. Forge was like the ability. It's the lifeblood of blue and red, technically, or red and blue, the Halo team. You know, it's like, and I don't mean it's the lifeblood as in it started it. I mean, that's sort of like once people saw you could do that in the normal levels, then Forge allowed for people to make their own stuff and tell true stories. You have all this stuff, plus it allowed for whole new levels. And they showed up. It's like showing up Super Bowl without anybody on your starting team that got you there. And you're just like, hey, man, we're still good. And you're like, well, yeah, we'll see. I would have you know, rather the game be delayed. I would have rather the game. Yes. E even to right now. I would have been because I bet you they could have fixed some graphics. Forge could have maybe had its own uh, uh, showcase pieces and been like, hey, here's, you know, admittedly, I think people are like, well, then Microsoft wouldn't have done as well. I'm not going to lie. People feel free in chat. I don't know how much of a system seller Halo Infinite was. And that's just the honest truth. Yeah. Because it didn't arrive as Halo Infinite, it arrived as Halo. It didn't contain. Because it didn't contain a lot of it. Right? Yeah. yeah, Halo Finite. It showed yeah. up as Halo Finite. So <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I don't know how much is sale. You know, and it doesn't even really. run well on my PC. It stutters a lot. Uh, a lot of frame pacing issues. We're just gonna have to hope it gets better. What else do we got here? Indie games. We're gonna talk with. Uh, uh, so Absy got a chance to play. What was it that I wanted you to talk about? Neon White. Neon White. Go for it. It's a great game, dude. It's a really good game. It surprised me. It's made by a no-name company called Angel Matrix. And if you try to search them, these motherfuckers are like the John Smith in the fucking Matrix. You're not going to find info on them. <laughs> you just get like, all a ton of data about nothing. Nothing. Dude, I can't find them anywhere. But for their first game, apparently, dude, this feels like an Atlas game. Like the presentation is very nice. You, you like everything clicks the ux is amazing um basically there's like two parts of it kind of like a kind of like a yeah, atlas game where you can develop bonds between characters and developing these bonds between characters um oh, unlock side quests for you which are levels so the game is basically a speed running puzzle platformer you want to get from point a to point b as fast as you can with the tools provided how it works is that while you're running in the level, you could jump and run. So that's basic. You can run, jump, okay? Can't run on walls or anything, but that's like the basic movement options you have, run and jump. But then you get offered cards, and those cards are guns. And the reason why they're cards is because you pick up, let's say you pick up a pistol, okay? And that card has about 18 to 20 ammo. So you can shoot demons with that ammo. You have to kill all the demons from point A to point B. So you shoot them with that card, but when you discard that card let's say you're discarding the pistol you get an extra double jump if you discard for example a rifle you get a, a speed boot a dash if you discard a submachine gun you you stomp on the ground very fast and you can like break things under you so it's basically these handcrafted levels kind of like uh you know how bethesda handcrafts like a thousand planets so it's like these handcrafted levels that um that you that are just they put cards in strategic locations 
and there are shortcuts and stuff where you can, you know, uh, kind of surpass your timing by finding these shortcuts or jumping from point A to point B in a faster sense. So you have those and then you can find these gifts within those levels. So there's like an exploration component in the level where you can go around and try to find these gifts and you get those gifts and give them to like your friends in the, in the home base. Uh, you're basically located in heaven and you're tasked uh, with killing those demons. So you give those gifts to your friends, you develop those bonds, dialogue opens up, memories open up, and also those side quests, which are special levels that aren't timed. Uh, there's no like time uh, high scores, but they, they, they provide like new challenges. You know what I mean? Depending on the character. For example, there's a character that's kind of sadistic, kind of evil. So all her levels are like, there's spikes everywhere and everything can kill you while others are more somber levels. Um, I think I'm very enjoying that game. It's very, very polished for a no-name company. I mean, it's it, it does feel like an Atlas uh, game. The The dialogue is pretty modern. It's pretty funny. I think a, it's a Western dev. What's up? It's, it's not quite uh, no-name. I mean, the main guy behind it is a guy called Ben Esposito, whose last game was uh, Donut, Donut Country. Um, I have no idea. What an indie the... game a couple of years ago. Uh, about a, So it's the same guy who did Donut? Whole... Yeah. Oh. oh wow. Okay. Well. Uh, also, also, uh, he he was also, I think, main part of well, what remains of Edith Edith Finch. Uh, okay. Cool. And, uh, and oh. long list of other games. That's cool. Yeah, I just meant like like for an indie game, it feels a lot like Atlas, which is a much bigger company. Yeah. Just uh, the presentation. Um, is what was the music good. like? The music is amazing. Dude. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this is. I'm, well, I'm getting there. but it's the your chunga chunga, right? What do you mean chunga like, chunga? I think he means the like tribal beat kind of thing. No, oh, you always. mean dubbish? It, no, no, it's it's electronic, but mm -hmm. there's uh, it's a very there's a lot of variations. There's like dubstep ish stuff. There's kind of like uh, 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 melodic techno. There's kind of like uh, kind of dark tech stuff in there. They they switch it around a lot. I really enjoy cool. the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw Reg was playing a bunch of it. Um, liked it. A couple people in the chat were playing. They liked it. Obviously, it's a good game. Um, did that come out? To like no fanfare though because it seems like it announced and that was it it's like announced and out yeah i mean like there's not even if you look on steam there's only about a thousand reviews i mean it's overwhelmingly yeah positive, but it's not a popular game no I don't and know was that game. also on consoles or is that just on pc oh good question because here's the thing oh no, it's on switch i thought it it's on, on switch. switch all right which that reminds me of donut country then because donut country was on switch with the bad control remember because yeah. i remember uh reg was bitching about it yeah so that's the one thing, though. Like, I wonder what's going on with this guy's releases in particular. Maybe he doesn't like working with big, which is fine. He Maybe he doesn't, you know, want to do PR at all. But it feels like this was just boom, boom. It's like shown at that event. I really, what I saw looked cool. And then it snuck up. It was like, I remember they said it was like the next Tuesday after that event, though. Like it was fast. It was it was a fast turnaround on that. So it makes sense. But yeah, it was everybody I know likes it. When it came out. Every I single mean, person I know. It's a good game, dude. No matter how you put it. I mean, it's just a well. And oh wait, how much is it though? Twenty. So twenty six Canadian, about like twenty three USD. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Not bad. And that seems. And you played it for like what? Six, eight Maybe hours. Six you've got hours. Uh, yeah, I well, that's finish that's, it. That's I didn't cool. Beat it. I'm still a long, a long way from beating it, but. Uh, Every level provides a new exciting challenge to overcome. Do you have to run forward at all times? No. You just do because you have to make the jumps. Uh, is that what yeah. it is? 
because I don't like the infinite runner games, and that's what it looked like to stop. me. You, okay. So so there's two components of the level. One of them is you want to get from point A to point B as fast as you can. Oh, um, I see. Okay. But I like to go for like the platinum. Yeah, right. Or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, and there's another component where it's like you chill, you try to find the gift. So you like go up okay. and try to. I, and I heard stuff. you talking about that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Strevin uh, is a uh, member. Thank you for being a member of the YouTube channel. He says, excited for Sunbreak next week. Yeah, Sunbreak is next week, man. A full Monster Hunter expansion is next week. We can yeah. bitch all we want about no games. Sorry. There are, you may not want to play Sunbreak, but that's a pretty big game. I mean, I, I think all of us here aren't as necessarily hot on that, but that's pretty, it's pretty insane how many titles we're getting. I was also told, nothing. I'll just say, I'm waiting for this. I think fall is awesome already. I, I, October games are ridiculous. I was looking at a list, October, September, November. But if even more stuff gets announced, which is what I keep getting like fed little data bits about, then damn, man, like this is going to be one hell of a, like just one hell of a fall. I think July is our slowest. Well, it feels like June. It feels like this last month was awesome because we had events, but if the events weren't there, it would have been really dire. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, maybe yeah. just for me, but I, I'm like, there wouldn't have been a lot. There would have been three or four videos where I was like, all right, I'm not covering that. Um, you know, there's I mean, still for indie huge, games. For huge but... titles, yeah. Well, I'm even talking about like stuff. I mean, there is. Well, okay. I guess I'm also thinking some of these games wouldn't have been released because the events weren't happening. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I mean, Cult of God or what is it? Cult of what? Cult of Lamb. I would have probably played. Yeah. It's Has Bloodborne Two been announced on the podcast yet? Exclusive? No, it hasn't. Takedown, unfortunately. No, only three. Uh, yeah, yeah. FromSoft stated that they their their next game is in the final bits of development, but I don't think we've heard anything about it. People were wondering if it was Bloodborne, but I don't know. <laughs> they can dream. They can smoke that good copium all they want. It's never coming Ouch. out on PC. Copium. Copium. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, what do you got, Silver, for the indie game of the week? I have a real-time strategy game this week. Starship Troopers Terran Command. Oh, gotcha. Uh, game based on the Starship Troopers property by Robert Henlein, uh, mostly on the film actually by um, mm. Paul Verhoeven, um, but but also bring also brings in a couple of elements from the books as well. Um, it's more sort of um, tactical uh, RTS than it is like base building resource management. Um, mm -hmm. You will be tasked with um, guiding these small squads of. Um, Starship Troopers uh, against the Bucks. Um, you need to sort of optimize firing lines and because you can't just um, line your troops up behind each other because they need line of sight. Um, mm -hmm. So you need to use proper elevation, proper p positioning and so forth to optimize firing lines. You need to uh, um, establish proper firing perimeters. Um, and what's really cool about the game is that there's a sort of rhythm to it because the bugs are going to keep coming. They come out of these hives, and these hives have different tunnels connected to them. You can't destroy the tunnels, but each tunnel has sort of a, a finite amount of, um, or a temporary amount of uh, bugs that it g generates. Mm -hmm. So you need to sort of um, exterminate the amount of bugs that comes out of a tunnel so that you create a lull in just the tide of bugs coming at you so that you can get in and then destroy the hive while there's a lull in just the amount of bugs coming at you. So you have to sort of get that timing down. 
um, and and trying to sort of sense when that is as waves of bugs are really sort of just crashing on against your defenses feels very very starship troopers um it's very fun it feels it has a sort of tower defense aspect to it even uh that, that's very very appealing uh from a tactical aspect it, it's a very fun game i think um audio is a little iffy uh it feels a little oh, right. cheap but um but but it plays well enough um it, it it's a good time and it's 25 bucks um you know, speaking of audio that's iffy, though, dude, I, I was doing Shadowrun, the tri the the trilogy for console, and I got to tell you, man, like, when you hear that iffy audio, it's so noticeable. It's so, especially as we've gotten, we've right. gotten these massive, like, audio immersive moments. You have these huge games with all these different samples. Everything's really high. And I was playing that, and I cast the spell, and it was like... The worst. It was like damn yeah it was bad it was bad sound adds so much to the sound it, it does man it it adds so much i was playing that game and i was and then the lack of voice because there's so much reading in that game i was like oh my god and i like shadow run like i was it's, imagine if it was an ip i didn't even like i'm very much into that ip and i was like oh and i did the thing where i was playing i was like huh oh what <laughs> what and i had to get up and walk around and come back and sit back down it's it, it it, it, it's not a good port, man. It's got it's got a ton that of technical sucks, issues, a lot of crashes. Yeah, it's so funny because I saw I saw two other reviews and they gave it like an eight or a nine. They were like crashed multiple times, and I'm like, what, man? What's a game got to do? Like, because this game crashes your save game, by the way, meaning it doesn't auto save. So, uh, like one time I lost like I don't know. It wasn't here. Well, depending on if you're dying of cancer then two hours might be a long time, but I will say it wasn't a super long time. The longest was I probably lost about maybe maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours. That was a long time to me, and that happened multiple times. And there were times where, like, I would do a... a oh, my God, there was this one time where I was at the very end of a battle, and I cast a spell, and it did that stutter where your brain... If, you, if you've ever played PC games for a long time, something happens that warns you something bad is happening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right? And that would happen, and I did that where I lean forward to hit like save and there's no save button. You have to go into like six nested menus to save. And I'm like, get, 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 and everything froze. It's, it's, it's so annoying because my mixed reality uh, app will randomly launch at times in Windows. And whenever it does while in a game, it freezes the game. So I'm thinking, yeah. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, it's it's too bad, man. It's too bad. Like bad sounds in games, like you notice it. I mean, I know some people say they don't, but for the most part, I do. And like bad sound Sometimes in it's a, like a, a space where it's like they don't know why the gunplay doesn't feel good, but it's actually the sound. For sure, sounds a big deal for gunplay. Like that's why a lot of times when I'll be playing with friends, they'll be like, "Where are you?" Blah blah blah, and I'll be like, "Can't you hear me?" And they're like, "Oh no, man, I have, I have the sound off." And you're just like, "All right." Dude, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. Like yeah. at that point, that's on you. You know, I'm not gonna tell you where I am. Put your headphones on. Um, yeah, it was, it was too bad. This, this week was a, it was a downer playing that, especially because I really like Hairbrained schemes. I think they're awesome, and I like Shadowrun. I want it to do well. I want to see, like, I want to see a new, I want to see a first person shooter, guys. 
Yeah, I want to see some. Yes, if somebody's better than cyberpunk. What if they were like cringy ass dialogue? What if they were like, here's why cyberpunk didn't succeed: the lack of dragons. And they show like Shadow of and you know how Sega Nintendo used to battle. Genesis does what Nintendo. It's like it's like it's like Mac versus PC. Like oh dude, Mac versus PC was the best, man. Just nerd versus nerd. Neither one of them knowing they're a nerd. You're like, wow, this is next level. Um. But uh, moving on from there, let's talk. Shadow uh, Javier says Shadowrun Dragonfall has a banging story, but it's so dated. It it is. It is. Uh, it's pretty rough. Oh, hey! Before we move on, let's go to uh, Abzi with updated games. Any big games got uh, yes, got updates sir. this week? Well, not big listening. games, but big updates for sure. We got Into the Breach with a free content update, a massive free content update called the Advanced Edition. It's free. Nearly every aspect of the game will be expanded with new content. There's new squad weapons, new pilots and pilot abilities, new enemies, bosses, missions, more challenging difficulty, new languages, new music, and more. That's a great game. I love Into the Breach. Check it out. Dead Cells Breaking Barriers update. They added a bunch of accessibility options and assist mode. So Breaking Barriers update is basically for you know for assist stuff for people with accessibility. Oh, I see. That, okay, gotcha. That's what I was wondering yeah. about was the name. Okay. Yep. Uh, Weird West update 1.03 is live with bug fixes, a brand brand new mine locations, additional aiming system options, additional stats and loot variations. Game progression system is fully revised. Acquired weapon abilities carry out between heroes. Here's a DLC as a patch. Yep, which I know a lot of people were asking for. Yeah, uh, they balanced the game economy. There's a new outpost location. Uh, the companion AI has been drastically improved. There's a new reputation tab where you can track all your friends that you've made and all your foes. And um, nice. it now runs at 60 damn. FPS on the Xbox Series S. Um, oh, damn, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Good update. <laughs> and it's 1.03. It's not like a 2.0. Or no, dude, it's hilarious. Their <laughs> updates have been amazing. If you've tracked yeah. what well, you did, but when we, because I think that was pretty much when you first started on the podcast, as well as us talking about these games, their updates have been Dude, ridiculous, man. They're just like, eh, yeah. here's a new game. Nah, we'll just call it 1.1. Yeah. You're like, dang it. What else? Forza Horizon, Forza Horizon 5 got additional languages, a new Forza EV Rivals event, uh, and now they have a story co-op, a co-op story in Horizon, and TAA on PC, and a bunch of stability and performance upgrades. And Raft got out of early access. Yeah, Raft, man. And stuff, so Raft is now a game. Uh, great game. It's a video game. It's a it's video, now game. video game. And Raft it's, it's, is now a game. Now a video game, and you... that is all. <laughs> uh, dude, Raft. Everybody's playing it. I don't know anything about it. I saw it ancient years ago, and it was nothing. Yeah. It was barely a game at that time. Like it had a couple wet. So again, sort of like my Dead Cells moment, and a couple other games where I got in too early. So I got to check out Raft because I know a bunch of people are playing it and enjoying it. Is it a full game, Johnny? A yes. full game. Okay. Full, full game, game now. Not just better with friends, Johnny. Cut the Not bullshit, just better Johnny. With friends. It is a full like game, no. right? Okay. No, no, for real. And you cool. know what? It's surprising, man, because at first I was like, wait, so the main dynamic of the game is that you're hooking shit from the water right. to pull in and then like grow your shitty raft. Yeah. A little bit. But um it builds so much from that. And the stuff you can build, I've seen people make like actual ships. Because you can build like that's, angled. That's seriously awesome. Ah, uh, dude, and they're like islands with fucking snow. You can build like... a city on the on the on the boat. 
Really, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen how crazy village. it gets. Like, you can yeah. go, you can like go well, like Johnny said prior to the podcast, Waterworld, which I know isn't a popular right. movie. I actually liked Waterworld. I mean, it, it wasn't. So, yeah, it wasn't an Academy Award winner. But I mean, I like the idea of doing that on raft. That's cool. It's and yeah. I like the idea of saying it's a game now because. Man, what I played wasn't a game, guys. That what I played was less than a demo. Yeah, that's what I, I but, legit. But it goes so much that's further so cool. than what they had. You get access to tech, like real tech. You know, like um, there's fucking reactors and shit like that that you can have. Have you played this one, Silver? Mm -hmm. Have you played Raft at all? Uh, no, but I I played a uh, a game that's somewhat similar, a little bit, but not quite. What was it uh, called? Stranded Deep. Stranded Deep. Stranded Deep. That's the other one that I jumped into. Or is Stranded Deep a story, a game yet? Is Stranded Deep out of early? I, I don't, don't think Stranded Deep is out access. of early I don't access. Think it is. Yeah. See, that's the problem, man. It's so hard to yeah. track these because I'm pretty sure I've got them in my brain overlapping on what I experienced. Strevin, five dollar super chat with a sticker of some kind of creature dropping the mic. Thank no, you very it's still much. Still in early access. Yeah. Stranded Deep looked good though graphically. Does uh, yeah. does this one look? Does Raft like it, one, it's a one bit to ten cartoony, uh, oh. stylized as they say. Not oh, okay. not to mean that it looks like shit. No, I I get you. Stylized yeah, is fine. Because yeah. often people, oh, it's stylized. Right. It looks like shit. Right. Yeah. Um, oh no, you, somebody will love you. You tell your kid that, and you're like, this right. no stylized. Chance. It's it's special. Twenty-four yeah, FPS, no deadly yeah. premonition, stylized. Oh god, nine FPS arc on the Xbox One, <laughs> dude. If arc can, is arc yeah. fully? Wait, is arc a game? Has Ark come out? Has the original Ark come out? Has it become a video game? As is, a video, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure Ark sold an expansion before it went. Yeah, oh, it did. Right? Wasn't it Ark that it did, did that? I love it, man. Yep. They're just like, hey, man, we're not done. You want to buy <laughs> yeah. the expansion? You're like, nah, I'd rather get the game. But that's all right. Um, no, so, so the Stranded Deep is on the PlayStation, Kulobon says. Uh, it was a PS Plus game. Cool. Wait. And then the person above him says, Stranded Deep is unplayable on PlayStation. So one saying, oh. get this unplayable game on PlayStation. <laughs> right? That's nice. apparently what we're seeing right there. <laughs> uh, what do we got for questions? Questionnaires. I, I did ask people to ask. Oh, and I got to check patron because I did ask people there to ask questions too. Do you want to go to that first? Uh, it'll take me a second to bring up. So if you have one, feel I can, free to. I can get started. So we yep. have this one from Ronan PT. How do you guys feel about game mods? Do you tend to use them when available? Some of my favorite games like Silent Hill 3 and 4 are much improved experiences with the right mods. Yeah, absolutely. I don't tend to use mods a whole lot. Um, in the rare instance I do, I, I'm less inclined to like download a mod than I am to modify it myself. To like go in if you had like an INI an I file, yeah, INI file, yeah. or like use something like Cheat Engine, mm -hmm. to sort of modify aspects that I would like to change. Um, then yeah, that that's what what I'm more inclined to do than like download a. I love mods mod from outside. Yeah. I'll just yeah. say Same. that I love Cyberpunk I'm, 2077. Some guy added fucking flyable, you know, air cars to yeah. it just recently. He's just like, dude, mods are uh, they're a, a thing. They're they're separate thing now. They're, I mean, I don't even know what to call. They're, they are their separate thing. There's like genres of mod, mods, there like there are games. So, they're... I mean, mods, modding games is the reason why I bought a PC back in 2015. Oh, is it? 
That is so the that you, not to mod or to get mods or to mod to to be able to to be able to get mods yeah the game, yeah. yeah right i mean when i spent i spent like a month uh i i racked up to like 1200 mods on skyrim even though i didn't play it for more than three hours i just i just had a lot of fun modding it fucking nerd oh, dude. everybody does that <laughs> like there's there's got to be an illness that you can One like month, identify dude, as <laughs> no dude i've i don't even want to tell you because i'm very sure it's well beyond that that i've spent on skyrim alone Daggerfall was when i started and it's just, it's ridiculous how many hours you'll spend and then when it works you'll be like eh. that's like it's almost like a challenge you're like can i get 800 yeah. mods to work well, yes once you get eh, it, yeah. challenge done baby master yeah. works all i'm gone i mean i changed skyrim into a dark fantasy horror survival game but that worked cool. probably but i well. get what silver was saying because sometimes a mod will mod something i don't want modded so they'll be like here's this thing and you're like but that's not i don't want the entire thing modded i just want this yeah. one thing out so like sometimes an i and i file it it, these days it's harder to change those because some are locked and like there's all these kind of uh, restrictions game devs will put them on but i definitely i'll, I'll touch a i'll touch a game or two if there's a need yeah. reading from the patron questions i'm going to get all of these what's your take on the borderlands series this is from max they're my favorite games i'd love to hear your take on them good or bad so we're just going to go down the list silver what is your take as a complete package not including tales so the borderlands shooters what's your take overall as borderlands as a series I liked Borderlands 1. I liked Borderlands 2. Um, I was not that attracted to to the pre-sequel or to mm -hmm. Borderlands 3. The main issue wasn't really to do with gameplay or anything, but like the, the characters they presented for those games yeah, right. just didn't really appeal to me. Didn't light your fire. Being like fun to play yeah, or interesting to play. I mean, yeah, you could like play Claptrap in, in the pre-sequel, I guess. <laughs> that was that was probably like the most interesting but mm -hmm. uh, but yeah okay johnny what's your take overall well you know i've actually gone a bit more negative on it over the years uh, borderlands 2 i remember as one of my favorite like gaming experiences but i think it's a bit of what you say the better with friends thing because i at the time i was playing with some good friends and we had like a cool vibe with it mm -hmm. I think that that was almost 80% of it now that I think about it because you know Borderlands 3 it was a competent game uh had my issues with it but you know it was perfectly fine and enjoyable but just the level of enjoyment was so much lower than what I had in 2 and I'm convinced that it was you know just because I, I didn't have that group dynamic that I had yeah um and so I'm a bit torn. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how much of it is like the game's uh, merit versus just the, the group thing. Uh, I would say they're, they're good games. They're solid games. How about that? They're fun, mindless games. Two, two was also just sort of lightning lightning in a bottle sort of yes. thing. Yes. It, it was a lot better than, than the first one, I thought. Um, yeah. And it was just sort of captured in the zeitgeist of... Of the time the it came out, um, yeah, yeah. Abzi, I mean, I just want to get everybody's take because yeah, I want to get through all these. Abzi, what, uh, are, your, what kinda, are your thoughts? Kind of fun games, kind of, kind of a fun game with friends. Yeah. Pretty fun, <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. Kind of I mean, fun with, special. with friends. <laughs> you just lo lo loot a shooter with friends, and and it's pretty fun. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. AV says, what's the greatest quality of life trend in games over the last several years? Whew. 
what's the greatest quality of life trend? What's the greatest quality of life trend in game? Better UX, like Minima yeah, but minimization of HUDs. No, yes. but okay. I'm not read. Life? I'm thinking quality of life is like more like inventory or something. Yeah, oh, or something like okay. Like, I have one. Go ahead. Oh. So I've been playing, uh, when I lost my PC, I played a bunch of random, like, old retro, not retro, but, like, you know, PS2, PS3 games. I played Uncharted, I played God of War, those types of games. And old games had a lot of frustration, man. Like, fucking having to push one box from one end of the room to another while, like, 10 people are shooting at you and shit <laughs> like that. And then when you get to the end and you die, you have to repeat that whole process right. again. Games don't do that much anymore. Like, there's not much of that fucking frustration and people look back it's like well old games used to be hard yeah. no that was just fucking stupid man yeah, yeah. that like was those... just like an added time buffer that they put in <laughs> yeah yeah so some of like that death mechanics and like having to repeat is just like absolutely frustratingly useless gameplay segments for some reason when he said quality of life i don't know why i was thinking like subtitle you know uh like colorblind options well, or, I like i guess that's what i was yeah, but, accessibility? Yeah. yeah, but I get now I think he actually probably means more about what you guys were saying is just like what's what smoothed out games over the years. Um, smooth. I, I don't even there's know. There's a lot. You know? There's. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, cameras, obviously cameras when you well, yeah, most cameras. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think the big thing would have been analog control on both sticks because like dual sense. Um, because I used to use a Dreamcast, which was use four buttons to control which direction and then use the analog to aim. And then, then when you jump to dual analog, it's like, to me, that's probably the biggest quality of life bigger than like triggers, haptic triggers yeah. or, or bumpers. It was like the ability to have analog on both thumbs was probably the biggest when it comes to console games. PCs always had keyboard and mouse. So it's, it's, it's its own thing. Something. I think maybe the biggest sort of overarching like theme that's been increased has been not just options, options for accessibility for, I mean, you look at Last of Us 2, right? And just the range of options you have in that game from modifying the game yeah. to whatever to, you want, to whatever down, you to like, yeah. down to like individual aspects of the difficulty of AI, AI behavior and stuff like that. And, and gun behavior and all, all that stuff you can basically modify yourself to to a point where you're happy with it and and i think that extent of, of giving you the, that extent of options and and applying it also to like accessibility and to to ui and stuff i think that's probably been the biggest quality of life that we have more options than ever chat what are yours and uh, i'll read them in a second yeah, I would agree with that, too. Kruk says, greetings from Poland. What's your favorite game soundtrack from recent years? Mine would be Songs of Conquest and Plague Tale. Thank you, lads, for making the best gaming podcast. Songs Thank of you Conquest, very much. that's a good one. So I'm, uh, uh, that's the one that you talked about last week, right? Yeah. yeah. Favorite soundtrack. Damn, there's a lot. He says in the last uh, recent years, the one I keep remembering is Outer Worlds, just for the main menu. Outer so, Worlds, I mean, there's, sure. Yeah, there's many. Uh, Pillars I'm, of Eternity. Pillars of Eternity. Fucking awesome. Silver. I'm very fond, uh, very fond of, uh, very impressed with Card Sharks uh, this year. Um, just yeah, just quite near, 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 near. The yeah. the way the yeah. way it weaves in um, like genuine classical pieces and then sort of does its own motifs that that, that mirror that. Um, 
I think I found I found to be really really effective. What about you, Johnny? You got any got any soundtracks that have made you sit up and beg for buttermilk? I yeah, <clears throat> I got I got many. I mean, uh, Final Fantasy VII is the classic one. Sure, and Persona yeah. Five is one that I listen to all the time. Yeah, both of those had good soundtracks. Oh, speaking of that, um, I found myself liking like shit. Uh, almost said it. Um, Judgments and uh, Like a Dragon soundtracks a little goofier for me. I mean, I like uh, uh, they 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 sort of skew on the goofy, but I actually dig those. There's been an ami I'll just say this: these last two years, three years, have been the best for soundtracks ever. And yes, I'm including yes. your fans of your original Final Fantasy. That might be one game or two games. Right. I'm talking about total. Uh, I was talking yeah, to the yeah. Desperados because um, we're getting the Desperados three composer on, and we just we didn't get our timings exactly right. And I was like looking and listening to his stuff on Band Bandcamp, right? Is that what's called SoundCloud? Bandcamp. Bandcamp is real. That's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a thing. Bandcamp. Yeah. Sorry, I always use SoundCloud, so I forget. But so I was on his Bandcamp. I was listening to that, and I was jumping to some other indie games, and I was like, God damn, man! Like the number of games with good music is well beyond the number of games with poor music like it's yeah. if somebody even does music games. even bad games Anthem exactly had a really good soundtrack. dude it's Valhalla yeah had an amazing soundtrack oh yeah yeah i mean it's it's ridiculous it's like that's the part where i think we have seen if you said what part of gaming is actually seen the greatest increase not increase in talent but representation i would probably say even above voice acting it is it is music like it's it's fantastic um yeah Let's see. Last question from patron. Uh, Tristan says, hey, guys, always love listening to your podcast. Keep up the hard work. My question is, can you say can you see video games come to a point where they are being so real being graphics will be photorealistic? AI could act flawlessly that regulations and laws are starting to be set. Do you think consoles could achieve this or do you believe in virtual reality has the only chance? I'm thinking he means PC virtual reality. So. Dude, I mean, we are, we're already we're already th thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and we're seeing a social oh, yeah. dogmatic shit start to come up. Let me bring this up. We saw the Red Dead Two guy who take all took all the women, the suffrage ladies, and put them on like railroad trestles and stuff. And people said it was hate speech or whatever, and he got kicked off completely off of YouTube. So there's not only internally where like you get warnings now about you know, murder or something like that. You get all kinds of different stuff. Now you get the social dogmatic stuff that's coming over the top on games and saying you can't do that, which we've had before. We've certainly had before. But in the past, I don't think you could have got kicked off YouTube. Now the social stuff is making rules yeah, for before the... Before there wasn't a YouTube. There wasn't a YouTube, yeah. And if you yeah. did... Sorry, but I saw some pretty rank stuff on YouTube. I'm not saying YouTube doesn't <laughs> need rules. It needed some rules. But you see that, which is seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, where you're like, yeah, he did do that. But if you're not saying if, if it's in the game and you're not saying anything. Like, wh wh where exactly are we? Because I'm playing a game where I'm headshotting a thousand people in Call of Duty and you're not banning me for that. I mean, I could have a, I just saw a Max Payne uh, gun impact trailer that I was showing Abzi yesterday that I got to tell you guys right now. That was actually crazy because there was no cuts it was just kill after kill and i was like damn some of these look real like so we're, we're definitely getting a part where laws and rules are already even if they're not necessarily state or federal but on the other hand after today who knows who knows what laws will be enacted oh, here God. yeah so yeah it's a good question though man virtual reality will for sure have something right didn't we see vr chat when lady said that 
she was touched inappropriately in a VR chat and she's suing somebody yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there, in fact, I think VR chat enacted a, like a, a six foot defense zone or something, or maybe you can, maybe oh. you've always been able to do a buffer zone in that game. Well, VR is weird. Like if I was playing games with you guys and when you guys came up behind me in VR, I'm saying you came up and started whispering yeah, I, I don't guess, know. I guess, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, it's pretty uncomfortable. It's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm talking like I'd be like, that's weird, and I'm not consistently accosted. There's a very day. funny clip in, that happened in like rec room and VR with someone just approaching someone and being super. Oh, can I give you a little tickle? Can I? Get yeah, that's and that's guy, weird. <laughs> that's just weird. Very, it looks very yeah. uncomfortable. And and we're talking about cartoon rec room, not yeah. when things do look real, where suddenly, you know. I mean, look at Second Life, guys. If Second Life had VR full support, first person, you know, you got giant donged orcs running around. Like, you get some weird stuff going on. I'm sure there'll be there'll be rules or there'll be something. I don't know how you would... What would you... Indecency rules is what we have here. I don't know what the UK has. Because we flip. We're more okay with violence and less okay with sex. You guys are more okay with sex, less okay with violence. Do you guys have an indecency rule? Do you guys have, like, indecency laws there? Like, I don't even in know. In terms of what you can wear on the street? Well, uh, in terms yes. of, like, there's some things that are just called, that are basically considered profane. <laughs> I mean, like, are considered, like, you just, that is not something shown. Uh, Do you guys have stuff like that? No, not not really here. Like, Denmark is, like, really infamous for, for like, what. Right. The, the amount of stuff we, yeah. we allow. Um, yeah, yeah. That makes like, sense, yeah. though. I mean, some you guys, uh, uh, that makes sense more in America, even that certain places are going to have laws <laughs> against that kind of stuff. I mean, we see it with Germany, uh, you know, and Wolfenstein, too. We already see. I mean, yeah, I mean, children's television when I grew up was kind of a horror show, like, <laughs> like really dark stuff. Some yeah. of it like <laughs> same here, dude. We saw stuff that now when I see it as an adult, I'm like. And I'm not talking like, about even like uh, sexist stuff. I'm talking about like demonic stuff where I'm like, damn, dude. Like one, one of the like main um, animated feet shows that ran when I was a kid here uh, and it ran in much of Scandinavia was some, a manga anime uh, called, um, I think I've talked about it before, but Silver Fang about a, a, dog, a, bear, a do bear hunting dog. That was extremely violent. Like you had dogs fighting and killing each other. You had blood, geysers of blood. You had all this stuff. <laughs> and it was like a, the kitty hour. Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just like. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. That sounds a little worse than Looney Tunes. But yeah, Looney. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, they're all they're all pretty crazy. I saw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Looney Tunes, crazy. you get flattened by an anvil and you get up right after. On like, the other I hand, mean, like, man, there was some racist ass shit. In there were, yeah, Looney Tunes was crazy. <laughs> Another thing, though, is like I gotta tell you, man. I mean, maybe I was lucky, but I never learned anything from Looney Tunes that I thought was real. Me neither. Never. I, like I, you I hear like people it. worry about it, and I'm like, I get it because some people are easily, they are, they absolutely are easily uh, influenced. But it's like when I watched Looney Tunes, I was never like, cats all speak French for sure. You know, right. just like yeah. there's some things where I'm just like, dude, it's a cartoon, man. I know that. I was seven years old. I already knew that, you know, but even Pinky and the Brain had some crazy. If I see a woman, my eyeballs are going to fall out. Of yeah, your head. eyeball. Or you do the. Woo, woo. Remember when his heart <laughs> yeah. would go. Yeah, that was Pepe. That was and, and, and uh, also Pep, uh, 
Pepe Le Pew, Le Pew whatever, would Pepe also do that. And I think he's been kicked out of cartoons, right? Haven't yeah, they, like, removed for, him from cartoons? I mean, I mean, I mean, basically every episode was him sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. It was pretty, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty grotesque. I mean, I, I'll be honest. Uh, reading some super chats here, we got Screwball BGN 20. I don't know what that is. Uh, ball Gonad Nuts 20. Thank you very much. Heavy R. Favorite story in games in recent years, 2018 onwards. Oh, he's asking a question. Cheers. We'll get to that in a second. Screwball, another BGA, BGN20. Dragon Age 2 inbox as source of new... Screwball says, Dragon Age 2 inbox as a source of new quests was a very good quality of life improvement. Was there a mailbox in Dragon Age 2? Is that what he means? Like a mailbox to give you... Um, I never played that game. Maybe, I think that's what he means. I think that's what he means. Uh, like the style of getting, uh, which is mobile, by the way. Mobile does that a lot. You'll be playing a mobile game. You'll get the email, you know, it'll be like, hey, you know, thank oh, you. Yeah. And you'll get the fake emails from them. So um, I'm thinking that's what he means. Uh, favorite story in games in recent years. I mean, we've talked about this a lot of times. Yeah, mine is near Replicant, like the remake. Replicant versus near Automata. Well, Automata came out before 2018, but I I, I do oh, like oh, oh, Replicant true. Story more. Yeah, I like really? Replicant Story. More. Uh, yeah, just I love both of them so much, but Replicant Story spoke to me a little bit. Uh, Necro says you did get letters in a mailbox in that. So yeah, I mean that's okay. that's a that's okay. a cool idea. I don't. Whoa, he said Dragon Age two, right? I don't think I like Dragon Age two very much. I only I like liked, Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> yeah, I liked Origins. Was there a three? No, Dragon Age three is Inquisition. So. There was like a 1.5, yeah. like a Dragon Age Two, Awakening or something, Ascension I, Awakening. I think that was the, wasn't that a deal, a big expansion? Because they did do a couple fairly sizable expansions, but yeah, I wasn't into Dragon Age mm -hmm. 2. Um, All I remember about Dragon Age 2 was how lazy it was. There weren't actually buildings, just doors in the walls. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I know what he means. I know what he means. With the geometry, you can tell. It's not a, like it's not a building. It's just a wall with some textures thrown down. Um, what else we got for questions, Johnny? This one from Beastie by Nature. What is one game that wouldn't survive today's PC climate? Oh boy. Or was fun then, but now after some learning and revelation, would just not sit well today. Bully. <laughs> we talked about bully a lot. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Oh. Dude, this is a good. That's a good question a good because, question, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's it's more that it wouldn't sit well than it is that it wouldn't survive because we're still getting games like Postal and whatnot. It's just that Postal does the thing silver that reminds me of Jim Carrey versus a normal comedian. Jim Carrey's so over the top that, like, you know it. Right. That's Postal, and you then Bully is like. Though, admittedly, Bully changed. The release is way different than what it was going to be. You were going to be a bully in Bully. Like, you were going to be the bad guy, and you weren't. So, I don't know. I think Bully, I'm, I was more thinking the second one would be hard to do. I mean, it's Bully like, also, also worth noting that even at the time of release, Bully did ar arouse controversy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even um, out of war, the old ones, like how you just fucked... Uh, oh, dude, checks, yeah, you're so. banging. You're banging. Manhunt. They called Manhunt. him uh, a sexist, which doesn't make sense because Kratos... Well, I, I could get into that, but yeah, stuff like that. Uh, Manhunt, somebody brought Manhunt. up. I think Manhunt's a good example of a game that would require a, 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 a special kind 
of PR. Oh my God, someone said Ray played. Jesus Christ. That was never good. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the Japanese creepy? That's the Japanese. Yeah. Literally, the you have to banned, right? rape people. Yeah, it's, it's so fucking stupid. I think there's always got to be some any... crap developer out I'm there. sorry. No, that's all right. I was, I was just going to say, I can't think of any titles right I now, get my dog but I'm it. sure there are many where you have a, a female sidekick, right? So male protagonist, female sidekick, and you make all kinds of like inappropriate jokes right. or, right. you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I mean or like I mean, sexist. I think, yeah. I think one of the biggest ones is Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. A dinosaur today. <laughs> or, or, yeah, or talk about like, women even, as if they're objects, right? All this kind where of stuff. He, even, even at the time, he was kind of a relic, but but it's even more yeah. so now. Um, Let's Duke see. Nukem. Carmageddon, somebody said. Do you guys think Carmageddon? Oh, Carmageddon, man. See, I, oh, I'll say this. Um, I was thinking sexual stuff, some gunplay, but because of the school shootings and stuff, and because of people using cars as weapons... I could see those kind of games having a very difficult time, depending. Because didn't um, one of the shooters have a a nightclub level that got recently pulled? Like I thought that they did a nightclub level where you go in and shoot a, a, a like have. I thought it was get oh. the GTFO or maybe it's the other one no, that's like no, that was rips off SWAT. Ready or ready, ready or, or not. not? Yeah, they had yeah. some back and forth about that too so anything that mimics real life yeah yeah i can definitely see yeah. carmageddon especially I mean, when people are using even, vehicles even gta like i don't know but what they're gonna do i mean stuff that mirrors real life has always yeah because that's always been the most controversial like yep. having having military games set in real world conflicts like actual conflicts that's going to be controversial by its very nature um yep. back off the line especially if that conflict even like historical conflicts if that con if that conflict is still sort of subject to controversy today making a game about it it's i mean home like front revolution removed chinese and replaced them with north yeah. koreans yeah I, I when it comes to not being able to be done though yeah i mean i'm sure i can't think of any i'm sure there absolutely are some though that where like it just it's just too hot of a it's too hot of a topic. And then you have to look at like, so, uh, just real I mean, quick, it's, just real quick. You have to look yeah. at like what somebody's aiming for. Cause sometimes you, it feels like somebody's just aiming for that as a hot topic and it's not really content. It's like, Hey, right. we're yeah, going to be yeah. edgy. And then other Definitely. times people are like, dude, it just sort of was the wrong time. Like we just like, you know, I mean, that's why dude, I don't like going into the past and removing stuff because it's like, yeah. You're you're saying, oh, this person, you know, it's in their game. Let's say there's a level in 1980, and we're removing it now because of what's happened now. You're just like, dude, what? Like that doesn't make a lot of sense. Do you remember the big outrage game from a couple of years ago? Hatred, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I was gonna say hatred. Yeah, I remember talking about it, but I for some reason thought that never came out. Did hatred it come did. out? I, I yeah, bought yeah, it and it refunded did. it because it, for me, even. Like I was like, okay, this is stupid. You just go around killing innocents, and that's all it is. Kind of, I mean, cops come after you, but I mean, I just didn't. I was like, yeah, I refunded it. I mean, the big, the big thing today is that, in a lot of ways, it's easier to release a video game than it's ever has been because the production pipeline is more democratized wow, or whatever you want to say, call right. it like you're no longer Agreed. necessarily required to shop your game to a major publisher to get it published and get it out there yeah and sell it 
Yeah, and, and easier to look good too, which I do think that yeah. is what's happening. Where, so like when it was a fat little pudgy fantasy star character, when you do something bad to them and they're like squeak squeak, oh this hurts. You're like, ah, yeah. they don't look like a person. And then suddenly you start getting you know characters that, which goes back to his question of like VR and all that kind of stuff. When you start getting that realistic looking stuff, now you start to be like, men where do you draw the line on what you're going to be able to show and stuff? And I don't know. People are smarter than me. That's the thing is everybody thinks like I'm fully aware that I don't know. Like when it comes to that, I would need studies in front of me for weeks, years, months to study. And then I don't even know if I'd believe the studies because especially somebody who's been involved in many, and I used to have to sit there and look over studies. I can tell you a lot of times studies, they're just not, they're not the complete picture, man. They're not even close to the complete picture. So you never quite know. Um, and it's going to get easier, man. It's going to get, dude, AI can almost write code for you now. It's ridiculous. Imagine what's going to happen in a year when AI, when you can say, I want a game where I can shoot a gun and the game's like, burp, burp, burp. Here's a, and then you're like, I want this. I want that. And pretty soon you got yeah. people getting there. That's another thing too. Whatever they do in their behind closed doors, we say is okay. We know that's not true. Like, that's absolutely not true. We say it's not true. But then we also come to that as like, what are people doing that you don't know about? You know, do you want to control them? Which I don't, I don't believe. But I guess the closest I had in recent memories was Persona 5 and its handling of some topics. Oh, not a Persona right. 5. Look at uh, what's the game, uh, the, the maids, the Yakuza. You know, Yakuza does some questionable shit. Wasn't it Judgment with the teacher? Man, all uh, Japanese games do a lot. But of but all Japanese is not what I, I'm talking about. The big ones. Right. We're right, talking right. about they get allowed. Persona Five. Abzi. Persona Five. That, thank you. It was Persona Five. Ja and then, Japanese devs have a or Japanese creators have a have a little. Uh, you know they they can get away with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's almost like goodness. you know different ra uh, racist stuff. Some people say it's okay for somebody to say this because they're yeah. this. If you're fat, you can say you're fat. Whatever. I mean, dude, it's they have a lot of little girls doing such. They. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Persona and Judgment. Judgment does have something one time where I was like. Mm hmm. It's a little questionable. Yakuza for sure in the in the past yeah. has. And and I see Markoi bringing up uh, Metal Gear Solid. That would be if he, Kojima would be ripped for being sexist today. Like he was ripped for being sexist even at the time. With quiet, like whisper, quiet, silent, with, whatever name. With quiet, but yeah, but even for before sure. quiet with um, with even like Sniper Wolf. Sort of but really, I think really what we're saying is things have with, changed with and people have pushed yeah, their foot and, down. And Eva in Metal Gear Solid 3. And then you had like the really disturbing stuff was the um, like the female uh, uh, killer squad in Metal Gear Solid 4. Like the who were basically bosses throughout the game. Um, but I think everybody knows that, Silver. What we're talking about is right now would now with people yeah. asserting more they dominance, would, would it would, be worse? They were him? even at the because they were even at the time, is what you're saying. I yeah, I think, it, and I think he would it would it would face probably even more pushback now than it did even at the time. But it do, did even at the time. Face where you are, do you see? Do you guys get any uh, uh, restrictions on games like like um, no. like swastikas in no. Wolfenstein? And back in the Middle East, when I was Saudi Arabia, they'd have uh, they'd have multiple versions of a game that has nudity. For example, Witcher Three had a version where every woman had a bra. Yes. Uh, oh my uh, god. That's yeah, been man. that's not the only game that's done the Call women of, have bra. Yeah. 
right call of duty 4 like the first modern warfare the original original modern warfare mm-hmm. when it came out it was like banned in saudi arabia because it was like all about killing arabs or something but you could still get it like i had friends that had game stores and i was like yo pass me the game uh whatever like they still got i still got my hands on them but yeah a lot of that stuff was banned yeah there was also um giant citizen caputo where it was quite controversial that uh, delphi delphi was topless yep she i remember that i remember that that's so long ago and uh uh, uh what's his uh of course the shooter uh duke nukem had the chicks with pasties yep. who were yeah, in yeah. the who were in the and you watched you could the watch yeah. the oj simpson truck driving down the road if you went and sat down at the bar yeah like i, I don't know man it's it, weird though like look, look 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 look. this is very weird because a lot of you know progressive people or women or whatever um they 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 always if a girl wants to do whatever she wants with her body and be sexualized let her do that let her fucking but then when it comes to games and when they put like depict women in that sense in any way it's like oh shit this is bad now because like it's like a male fantasy or something so it's like it's a weird line to tread where it's like oh do we have all the women be prudes because that's what you want or all the women sexualized because that's what you're pushing for now or you know well i mean and the thing is it's gonna take one of the problems is it's gonna take years for anything to like sort of soften up and where like there's some kind of not black and white where it's like, yeah. do you want this to where it's just going to be like, oh, that person was trying to just tell a story and they did this thing. Oh, this, for example, if I told a story about a, a chick, a dominatrix or whatever, somebody be like, that's woke or whatever. It's like, no, that was the story. I just thought that was, yeah, that's for example, what, one a of girl the, being uh, slutty there's a, fine, hang on, dude. there's a really good fantasy series. If people want to know what I'm talking about called, um, the, uh, sort of truth by Terry Goodkind. It's not great, I should say. It's an okay series, but it's about 12... It's like 12 novels long, and that was 10, 15 years ago when he wrote that. Now, because of the way the females are, he got some shit, I remember, some some shit back then, but now it would be even more so, and it would be on both sides, so it'd be difficult It'd be difficult to see. I just wanted to make sure yeah. I got the novel name out. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a good point. I think also when we look at games and the realism, especially VR, man, that's going to be your that's going to be your triggering point because that's where all the tech is going. VR, AR, how can you handle realism? Do you want it to be real? I have one of those vests that go bo, 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 when you get shot, and I got to tell you, it's a little weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's I don't mind it, but it's almost surreal. Like your brain is just for a second is like, oh no, it's just the vest. Yeah. It's very hard to describe until you put one on and, and you play a shooting game. It's almost mm-hmm. like, I guess, if somebody came up behind you and, sh- sh- you know, and sh- scared yeah. you while you were inside of a haunted house. What else do we have for questions? Uh, this one from Poke Poke. With, on- Poke. with only around 8 million people downloading Diablo Immortal and only 24 million USD in revenue, do you think Blizzard will understand that it's not what people want from them, or will they try to do more similar projects? Is that considered low? Because it was a mobile title that got a PC shit port, right? I think it's low uh, oh, because, okay. I mean, the the mobile market it's is so gigantic in mm-hmm. Asia, especially, uh, but also other countries. That and it got delayed in China. Did it, you know that? True. It, oh, the yeah, Diablo yeah. got delayed in China, the one yeah. place where like they were thinking the Chinese market would would like go out and save them. I don't know. 
I, I don't think they're dumb, dude. I think they do know that people don't like microtransactions. Yeah, right. That's a good there, point. Like they, they're not dumb. They do yeah, know, yeah. but they're they're dude. They're, it's a big ass company. They have researchers. People pretend like, oh, Blizzard is so stupid. They don't listen yeah. to anyone. They fucking know everything, dude. Yeah, they know everything. But I don't know, guys, because like you can play the game for free, right? Like it's kind <laughs> of like no, no, Abzi, come on, be serious with me. This is like Lost Ark. Okay, let's be real. Not really that, though. Isn't it's it? not like Lost Ark, no. No, it's it is. Really... I have a friend that has played dozens of hours and he hasn't paid a single Here's the difference, Johnny. I, I totally think that you're right in that he can play, but the difference between Lost Ark and that is Lost Ark has continually new content and new mechanisms throughout all of that. And Diablo has a couple. And it stretches out within those couple mechanisms. Well, And, and the Ark, number of things Lost Ark has, is it's not really fair to, 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 to compare Diablo to it. I don't think it's fair, as in it would get its ass. It's just not, it's almost like a boxer and an MMA guy. And if you say everything, anything goes, pretty good chance the MMA guy is going to scoop that dude okay. if he gets a chance. But also I Lost haven't Ark, played, can, I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, no, so. I get you. I get your drift, though. I get your also drift. Also, in Lost Ark, you can earn a lot of, like, most of the shit in game, or all of it in game, if you if you spend the time doing so. But in Immortal, there's literally just... But I think what Johnny was saying was that, like, people are... Well, what were you saying? Were you, do you think then that they well, don't, okay. they didn't I'm, know? I'm, or? No, no right. I'm saying that the average Joe doesn't want mm. to play PvP and get maxed out in the game. The average Joe wants to play the campaign, have a fun, casual time with right. PvE content. Yeah. And they're great. They're fine with 60 hours of free content, you know, uh, or whatever it is. I don't know how many hours. Um, I would fall under that camp in that game. I'm not right. interested in PvP or anything. So the argument that oh to get maxed out you need to play you need to pay sorry a hundred thousand dollars that doesn't apply to almost anyone that I know. That well, it's not the, just that, game. Johnny. It's also the 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 how they present it. Like imagine you finish a dungeon and they present you with like oh hey pay two bucks or five <laughs> bucks for this extra stuff right. Lost that like, I had an issue with. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it's, you know, way more in your face. I'm yeah, definitely agree with that. Yeah. Eternal says something that is funny because like it's completely opposite of what I've definitely now had sort of proven to me. But problem is suits and ties don't necessarily play games or spend time around core games. So I think the devs know, but those over them go with the trending fads. If you notice in your com in your comment though, you actually remove the fact of knowledge and you state go with the trending fads. You don't actually answer if the Big wigs know. They do know. They all know. It's not just devs who know. It's not just... They all know. They absolutely know. And the reason why we know this is because multiple CEOs have left gaming and stated they know. They do know. They're not... I mean, these... Yeah. They know. They're not they, dumb. Right? No, they're not dumb. And you know how this is proven, man? When I was doing um, the podcast with Maddie, we were laughing because he was talking about NBA that one time. NBA uh, 2K. And he was like, I, he just had covered one of them and he was playing golf and one of his friend's little brothers was on the phone calling his dad saying, can I borrow 200 bucks on the credit card? And his dad said, why? And he said, I want to buy some NBA 2K stuff. <laughs> and and Maddie's like, do you even know who you're standing on the court? Like, I'm, like, I'm attacking those games left and right. And he's like, what? And he has no clue. My nephew, who's still in his mid-20s now, almost 30, lives in a different world than me when it comes to these. Like, he knows because I bitch. But his thought process completely separate. He, the expectations, understandings, and ability to soak up that kind of content completely different, in almost alien compared to mine. Um, 
so what we see is stupid. They know it's stupid. What they're trying to do is figure out if they can get enough from what they're doing, even though it mm-hmm. is stupid. I know they know that. They're just like, can we still squeeze it? Which happens. Yeah. Like that's that's sort of business. Yeah. Can we can we squeeze if it this? Still works. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. What else have we got? Uh, so we actually have uh, three more questions. Let's do them. Uh, we can do maybe lightning round. Yeah, let's do it. Get to them all because we're running out. Let's of time. do lightning. Baseball gear. How do you stay determined to finish a game from start to finish? I tend to start a lot of games, but always fall off and never finish them. The only don't true care. method I have found is to finish games. Uh, is to binge them. He's, yeah, don't care. You don't care. No. If I'm, if I'm reviewing the game, I do. Good. Otherwise, I'll stop when yeah. I want to stop. Just organic, like. No game's yeah. gonna have control of me. Jesus Christ, man. If yeah. that if it was I'm that easy, <laughs> if I stopped enjoying a game, I'd stop. I, I don't. And if you enjoy it, you'll play it past. Like, I'll start back over again on a single player game, <laughs> I, a game I that people would like be three like three times. But... Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about you, Silver? Real quick, lightning round. Are you the same way? You just like you play it if you continue to play it, or are, do you yeah. feel forced at times? I, I don't really feel forced anymore. Not really. No. Oh it's... yeah, because you had said it changed over time, right? You were one of the people who had said as you gotten older, it's changed. Things have slightly changed for you. Or is that Reg? Somebody had stated uh, that. Too. Uh, you too. I mean, it has definitely changed. Um, like, especially because just the volume of games I play now is just so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that A lot before, of offerings, so, right? So by, ne- so by necessity, um, I, I no longer feel that compulsion to finish it if, just for the sake of finishing it, as it were. What else? What else we got, Johnny? Oh, unless you have an answer, Johnny. Did you answer? No, no, not up. For me, it's just to quote Brandon Sanderson, journey over destination. It's yes. all about the journey, not the ending. Yeah. Usually I'm often disappointed by endings anyway from <laughs> games. So it's yeah. what I remember is the journey and not the Ab- Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Unless it's Mass Effect 3 and then fuck everybody. Good and then you remember it because it sucked. What yeah. else we got? That was a good answer. Okay, so next up, uh, Rick Flair ND says what's your view on this project moorcraft thing i gather it's a demo like sections of work progress a game that will be available on game pass subs with money going towards the devs work on the full project on the face of it i like it anything yeah more croft it's the demo system that microsoft is working on oh I don't really have any. Uh, I mean, it's demos. Okay. I'm so not like going to worry program, too much about new... the behind the scenes. Yeah, it's the idea that they'll have demos, just like PlayStation's now got demos. Everybody's going to want demos. You can't let okay. the com- competition be the only one. Let's ones get demos. a crack. Let's try. Steam's going right? to do demos. Let's yeah. get Epic to do demos. Right. We're move. This is where guys. We may have a shit. At times, we may have a, a shit fest of problems with the industry. One cool thing is you see one of these companies do something, and the other ones are like, "Uh oh, we got to we got to fix it. We got to fix it. Look at PlayStation now, man. I mean, look at all the stuff Microsoft has forced PlayStation to do. You, you're in a better shape yeah. because of it. So for those things, not everything. What else do we got? What other questions? Last question for today. Should there be a higher standard for games? Sorry, this is from Shadow. Should there be a higher standard for games that are subscription-based for playing online compared to games that are one-time buy? World of Warcraft, Guild Wars 2 as an example. Does this also apply to games as a service. No, because every everybody's idea of is different, right? 
yeah, of what the expectation your idea of value yeah. is yeah yeah plus a subscription game you you're buying into the idea that it's a game as a service so it's always going to continuously i'm also i don't know about you guys i mean i i do believe in coddling consumers a little bit but at some point i'm like listen man if you're not doing your due diligence i'm not going to sit there and like uh, hound over you so it's don't like don't pre-order games watch reviews don't pre-order games don't buy 72 hours early access in hogwarts but at the same time also if you do like a shit game and i'll tease you about it because i'll think it's shit or whatever i'm not going to hate you for it or whatever it would just be like all right we disagree on that and you just yeah. move on some people take this way too serious and they then it's like oh, i can't talk to you man you 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 backed up this mobile company it's like nah, i'm not not that into it you know, there's things that matter more. It's a good question, though, but there's nobody's ideas. We would all have different ideas. Imagine all three of us just trying to figure out one idea for a shooter. Like, or or if we were all like, what's your minimum you want from a shooter? I bet you all four of us would have, not drastically, because we've talked too much, but there would be some outlier shit that we would have to argue over for a long yeah. time just for one thing in a game, so... Is that it for questions? Like, can, can the shooters be waifus? Carrick would be no. Yo, God. No. Yeah, Get no. Away from, yeah. Uh, is that it for questions? That's it. All right. And that'll be it for us. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We went a little long, even without Reg. It's just the way we are. I appreciate all you guys showing up. You very much rock. If you get a chance, check out the channel's stuff. You should see some more videos from me. Check out the check out the patron because... Uh, because you should, and because it's awesome. Thank you to these guys for showing up, as always, to the podcast. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Whatever you're doing. Oh, speaking of doing, Johnny, what are you doing this weekend? Are you streaming? streaming tomorrow, 2 p.m. UK time. Uh, probably going to be playing some League of Legends, actually. Oh, my God. Some people have been asking for a stream of that. Why were people asking? For I just said, I just said I wasn't going to tease people for long about games. They mentioned League of Legends. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just yeah. joking. No, that's all cool. good. It's all I'm, good. It I'm, is very, hey, do we do like it or hate it? You've got honest. your money out of that game times a billion. Even if you spent like 5,000 on that game, I bet you, yeah. you still got, if you look at hours wise and yeah. time spent, you've still like made the money. It. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And that's another thing people forget. Journey, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you see, a, and it's me. something you enjoy. Who gives a shit, yeah. right? Anyway, that's it for us. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Peace out.